Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Thing Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Bayo Nutters. Just don't say that. <laughs> Chris Wolfhart. Avocado. And Dr. Agro. Pay me $8 or free speech gets it. Here on Gigaboots. What if I pay you $8 and free speech gets it? Is that is that a plan on your menu? I mean, that that, that is an alternative. You, you could also give me a sugary Starbucks drink and let free speech go free. <laughs> per- personally, personally, Agar, I think that uh, you're just trying to spread the mark of the beast. You want everybody to pay $8 so they have this check mark on them. Uh, I would say, I would say by this definition, you're the Antichrist. <laughs> Hager, you never told me that. This is really cool. How really? long have you been working on that? Really? Agro, you to see the I, need, I, I need to know right now if you believe space is real. <laughs> like the thing above the atmosphere or the concept yeah, of relative position? The thing above the atmosphere, he says with certainty. Okay, this conversation's over. I've had enough of this. We all know heaven is up there and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Think Dimension number 195. I am still your host, Dan Video Games. We'll see if I can maintain that for the rest of this broadcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know how many notifications I got? Hey, Darren. They have a bleach Coke. <laughs> you can now chug bleach. No, no oh, is that like... A, a, a- Bleach like, branded Coke, not yeah. a, it, it, a Coke with bleach on the outside. Inside, yes. well, on the inside. I haven't bought it. It's it's only in Japan, unfortunately. We and did it. Did it is ten dollars a can. Wow, I can get that here at ten dollars a can. Which, just to be clear on the economics of what's implied here, in no world can I chug bleach. <laughs> no, even with this, this is clearly a fine sipping Coke. I'm like, I'm like sitting there. I'm at, I'm like going and looking at the page and I'm like, where do they say how many cans it comes with? The only thing it says is volume 365 milliliters. Oh no. But how many cans come in this $10 package? (laughs) It's not even a bottle of Coke. It's a fucking baby can. This is... So, no, sadly, I can't chug bleach unless I buy a few. <laughs> In which case, it's more like I slammed one and then I stopped and went, I'm done. No, you got to buy three, pour them all into one giant glass, and then Ooh, you can chug bleach. Fantastic. Uh, you got to like, hold three at once and then get one of those like plastic claw things for pulling pork. Oh. And then like shotgun at least three at once, and then you'll be able to... Okay. This, this is a good plan. That seems physically sound. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob, I regret to inform you. The what? What is the flavor called? Soul Blast flavored <laughs> Coke X bleach. Uh, it actually is only diet. Oh, I regret to inform you. Oh, that's rough. So they made a diet Coke themed after bleach, and they didn't call it Coke Zero or Coke Hollow, which would have worked because. <laughs> No. That's okay. Uh, I'm sure they came up with boundless names. 
<laughs> I want the special edition Jinkaria can right now. Yeah, was this his plan? <laughs> that shit would already be on its way here if Jinkaria was on the cover. <laughs> now I'm imagining the full lineup like they did for Pepsi back in the day was episode one. Oh my yes, god. But all of the bounce. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey Bob, name four bounce. Don't just just describe them. That'll be good enough. Woman. Okay, you Mo- nailed it. Mommy. Wait, now that's confusing. So is, really, is two? It's two separate. He's counting oh. that as two. Really, when he said woman, he should have said the, the her without mommy powers and the her with are the two. Is there a third? Do we have like no, mother no, maiden and crow? No, no. no. Sadly, we don't have the holy trinity. <laughs> Old glasses. Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, awful beard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't work with that awful beard. It's just like, yeah, that, that he's like the, the ugliest soul patch known to man. No, what, what's fucked yeah. up is I'm gonna spend like the rest of the week coming up with different show casts that also fit this description. <laughs> Stop. Okay, there's. I think there's two more. Uh, I got this, guys. There's uh, twins. So that's two characters. That's right. And um, Richard Epcar. No, you're still okay. There was three more. You're, there's still one, one left. Oh, okay, okay. You're right. Do we count Shinigami, who shouldn't have been in that group, but called himself a bount? No. Okay. Yeah, there's one no. other bount. Oh well, there's probably another, but there is child Richard Epcar takes care of for an episode. The, I should we count that? Probably not. He didn't even make it to um, you know. The current timeline. Right. That's a past dude. Oh, it, oh. Weirdo with the orange hair who's addicted to the heroin. This is Fushigi Yugi. There we go. There Describe we the cast of Fushigi Yugi. <laughs> Good job, Bob. Now I'm going to try and see how many of their names I can remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Richard Epcar's Koga. Good job. Wow, yeah. Uh... No mommy powers bount is Yoshi. Oh, right, because she didn't yes. have a last name ever. Yeah, they forgot to give her a last name. Other people, they, they remembered. Mommy powers is Yashino, I think? I think it's Yoshino, but it might be Yashino. Yeah, I think it is Yoshino. I think that these motherfuckers named one of them Yoshino and the other one Yoshi. What the uh, hell glasses bount is Ugaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. How are you doing? This is amazing. Yeah, well, he he wrote the notes like really detailed. Yeah, I guess. That, that's true. I think I um, I took notes for half of the bound arc. I think, <laughs> and I can't name any of them other than Yoshi. What's up? And when I, I agreed to do this, I specifically <laughs> was told I did not have to do the bound arc. <laughs> and I, I couldn't remember the name of the orange hair guy or the goatee guy. If you put a fucking gun to my head. <laughs> Although, yeah, uh, I, although I did learn one piece of trivia that, that it wouldn't be fair to bring to Chugging Bleach because Aggro would have no context for it at all because it's bound related. Okay. Jinkari's real original birth name is Eugene Courier. <laughs> all right. You ever just live forever and then decide I'm going to start calling myself by a more Japanese sounding name because here I am in Japan? 
and you chop out half of like the syllables in your name and you go again enough it's all i all the bounce must have done that because all of their flashbacks are like in europe that is true yeah that is true but aggro is correct the bounce arc is specifically excluded in his contract. So if we keep this up, we're going to have to pay him uh, penalty bonuses, and I don't want to do that. So, Bob. What's up? Aggro. Bob and I played Bayonetta 3. Chris I also, also played Bayonetta 3. Now, obviously, we will have something wherein we talk about Bayonetta 3 in more detail. So I will cover the cliff notes. Bayonetta 3 sure performs rough as shit. <laughs> I know, on the Switch, believe it or not. The, this is the warmest my Switch has gotten in a very long time. It is just trying to squeeze every ounce of power out of it, trying to get any frames. That's not surprising. I, I, no, not I, at all. I, I haven't played it much in portable, so I haven't experienced that firsthand. I was playing but, it on my dock, and then I took it out of the dock. Oh. I was like, oh, jeez, oh, Jesus. Uh... So here's to hoping that the successor to the Switch does the trick that the Xbox series and the PS5 do of just run old game, but better. Um, Only if you're subscribed to the high-end online tier. How much does that cost? Uh, it, it's now $20 more. Uh, that's too much, that's still, man. That, that's still only $70 a year because it's Nintendo's. <laughs> So that's still less than I think Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus. Uh, the level design's interesting in that it got much more wide. Like all the areas that connect areas are much more wider roads and paths and things, and they branch out a lot more. It has a much larger scale in feel. Yeah, lots of little things hidden around the environments too, which are good to find. And yeah. Definitely a different pace to it from that, which I like. Yeah, no, it, it feels nice. Yeah. This, uh, the game was directed by like a major person on Wonderful 101, and you can tell. <laughs> like, <laughs> they are very similar structurally. Huh. You know, now that you're saying it, I can sort of see that, where it's just like, here's the broad thing. You must walk forward, or you can just wander and try to find all the bits. Yeah, I thought he also worked on astral chain too and i was like yeah 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 there are a yeah. lot of things in here i was like wow this is like astral what astral chain should have been <laughs> yeah there, yes, there really there is are, a lot there, of that there is parts like that uh but the also the, the main wonderful one-on-one thing that like the comparison is just that like there's so many interruptions for this really brief mini game type thing mm -hmm. which happens all the time in wonderful one-on-one yeah, like you'll start a cutscene or a sequence where it's just like you're writing Gamora down the side of a building and it'll go, hey, by the way, you're now in this mode. Um, this button dodges. These button do these things. And it's like, oh, OK. And you would think this is like very rare, but it's almost like. The Three rhythm of the level. song that is the game, <laughs> right? I, I like when your butt lights on fire and you play Crash Bandicoot for a second. That was pretty good. <laughs> for that was one pretty good. second. <laughs> it, it is so short. It's like, you guys spent time making this. That's unreal. Um, uh, but yeah. Like, obviously, we don't want to get too deep, but I really like mm -hmm. that all of those segments are like, no, it's really easy to platinum this because we learned. Yes, none of them. Like, I've been doing some of the Infinite Climax mode, and even there, it's like, oh. Oh, you don't die instantly in these because they realize, no, this is just a gimmick fun thing. Right. 
they understand it's, that it's, it's not, not supposed like to wonderful be. 101 where it's like here's the worst spare, space harrier segment in platinum history if you want to if you want to platinum this level you have to get perfect at it yeah or like bayonetta one where it's like you didn't hit the button you're, you're dead. dead you're dead you're dead <laughs> yeah bayonetta one is very much about that it's one of the things where i don't like bayonetta one uh, all that much in the grand scheme of things because it has a number of moments like that where it's like, I'm having fun. This is a really cool sequence. You need to not punish me this hard on your mode that isn't up to snuff to be its own mode, right? Uh, and this does a really good job of that. That's very... I, I think they landed this game in a, in, a, in a large number of ways. I think there are a lot of technical problems. I like the soundtrack a lot. And I like Bayonetta's design in this game. Uh, Bob, did you have any other comments you want to stuff into Big Think? Sure. Before we uh, finish the stream and go record who knows what? It any, could be anything. It could anything be anything is possible. It's probably another Quantum Leaps 2022 <laughs> sport. Like, yeah, it's got to be three pieces at least. We can't just do one at the beginning and one at the end. We need the middle. We need the middle because then you get that perfect red letter media arc where they just go, I'm done. Don't ask us to come back. I'm not coming back. We're back again. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, did you want to stuff any other comments here? Um, I'm disappointed in the story, which we'll obviously get more into on the other content. Uh huh. Yeah, but other than that, like this is really spectacular it, and has it, it a really, ton it, of bonus stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a psychotic amount where Bob started breaking down. Like, oh, if you go through these levels and you get all of these things, and unlocks extra levels to go and get go those things, and they hide stuff up to and including a weapon there. Yes. So there's just, a, they made a lot of shit for this game. Like, just playing the game normally, you're like, this has a lot in it. And then they even did that. That's really impressive in this day and age. Thank you, the Switch, for not being able to run super high-fidelity <laughs> games, because God knows, wouldn't have had as much content if it had to look like Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, no. Not that bit, not that Platinum can turn that out. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would have... I'll, I'm looking forward to a future version of this game that runs in a higher resolution so I can see things better in the game. That'd be cool. I, I yeah, think they, they would uh, sell a lot of Switch 2s to people if they had some, like, DLSS higher res mode. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of, like, hardcore Bayonetta fans would be there, there there's, as soon as humanly possible, probably. There's so many little details that are so hard to see. Like, yeah, Dan, did you know? The, the different universe bayonets have their mole in a different place? It's really hard to tell because of the resolution. No! <laughs> I feel like I noticed a lot of details in the game, but I never quite noticed, like, it's here on this one. And for anyone who doesn't know, this is a multiverse storyline. So, yeah, it's one of those. Um, do you think 2013 2023 will have as many multiverse storylines as 2022. I sure hope not. I feel like we it's a good idea, guys, but please put it away. That's enough. I'm it's starting to now fit in my brain as a writer's tool where it's just like, do you ever want to write a number of different things for your character to do and none of it would really make sense to happen to the same character? <laughs> we'll check this out. I swear um, to God, if, if Devil May Cry 6 is a multiverse story, I'll be upset. I, that actually, I, I, that would upset me. I'd be me. fine with that, because after Devil May Cry 5, I'd be like, you'll do it cool. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. But the cool shade of green. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, uh, I also wanted to add the music's really good. I think it's exceptional. Uh, I hope there there's a soundtrack available, a real one. They they usually are good about that. Yeah, like I think Platinum normally does. Like here it is on streaming. On streaming, services. here's a disc, and we have two different versions. Like when this was a long time ago, but Metal Gear Rising had like the acoustic version in the yes, oh my God. in the full lyric version. Uh-huh. Uh, Spanish guitar intensifies. <laughs> yes. It, Platinum, how come Bayonetta doesn't get a, a minor fucking spoilers, whatever? How <laughs> gameplay spoilers, not okay. even plot spoilers? Why doesn't Bayonetta get a vocal song? Her I main, mean, they exist. Her main theme is vocal, yeah. isn't it? But it doesn't play during every fight the way Violas does. Violas plays the same song during every fight. I think Bayonetta has like two or three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a the main song, one's vocal, like halfway or midway through the game, it like switches to a different one. It has yeah. vocals, but I can't remember for sure. Um, but yeah, I you know this this goes without saying, but to really spell it out, um, you should never go into a Switch game expecting good quality audio. No more heroes escaped the Switch, but the audio quality didn't return. Oh no. <laughs> Bayonetta 3 is at least better sounding than No More Heroes, but it's so sad. No More so, Heroes has permanent trauma, so now part of its audio quality is gone forever. Part of its audio quality is that one character in Bleach calling it on the Turtle Beach. <laughs> it genuinely sounded that bad for a number of the clips that Travis says. But uh, So I'm excited to hear the soundtrack, you know. Losslessly at some point. The other quality is just Travis at the beginning of the game when he has the neck brace and looks like he's half dead. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh you know, look forward to any podcast that may come out that may or may not be about this. Yes. Or Quantum Leap twenty twenty two. Uh Chris, did you have any other comments before we move on? Nah. Okay. Bob and I continue to play Pokemon Sword and Shield. How's that going? There's something really delightfully dumb about the wild area and how that lets you grind. Because then the game becomes, well, I can just go bully this one Pokemon as super effective against it since EXP all is a thing from the beginning. I can just grind that one and level up. Uh, it's fine. There are good character designs. We started hitting the gyms that don't try um, a little bit where it's like, it's the, it, it's, it's the phantom dual reality gyms where it's like, in my version, it's this person, but in the other version, it's this other person. So they need to come up with themes that can be harshly shifted into either type. So it's like, it's a pinball machine and the bumpers are fists or ghosts. Like, it's it's that. They're, they're like it's, monster fists, I re- if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those two dungeons are depressing. Like, they really, that is the start of the decline of that game. Because every other town you go to before that, you interact with the gym leader, you hang out with them a little bit. They interact with other characters. Yeah. They seem like characters. Mm-hmm. Then you get to those two, and it's like, those, the gym leaders appear for the battle and then vanish from history. Let, 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 let me explain I, to uh, the extent it happens. Hop tells you what the gym leader's deal is uh-huh, at the yeah. entrance to his gym, and it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's really, really unfortunate. Uh... But yeah, aside from that, I don't know. It's all right. After 7th Gen felt so hand-holdy, this is a little bit less terrible pacing, but still, we finish a gym and it's like, 
you need to go tell the chairman about this at a restaurant. I'm like, you did that four cities ago. Why are we doing that again? You gotta is go there, look at the painting. Why is there? Oh god, yeah, so that's <laughs> we the re- worst. We really have to pretend this this game has a story that isn't a rich guy got really stoned and scared. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I I've chafed at the idea that people are like, why why does Pokemon need a story? It's a, ga- a game for kids. Because I fucking hate every time somebody. Yeah, I fucking hate every time somebody says it's a blank for kids because it's just like okay. Um, you, usually but, that's a sign to say it's okay to be bad, but for the thing to not exist. Well, what? here's here's the thing. <laughs> I I am going to say. I would prefer they have less story if it's going to come in as bad and uninteresting as it has been recently. Like, I don't need paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs about this chick loves staring at somber tapestries. Or or to put it another way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God they don't have access to the sounds during our our podcast. Uh but yeah, so so you know, ninth gen seems like it might strike a better balance with that. I'll have to see when I get there. They probably won't have the psychotic thought that they need to write these parallel storylines that aren't that good and don't need to talk that much all going at once. Uh-huh. Because that's the problem with Sword and Shield. We have the Sonya storyline. If you just ripped her out entirely, that would help the pacing immensely. Or she's just like, look at this painting. There's these two people standing next to the sword and shield. What does it mean? Oh, you want me to tell you one of these two selections, both of which are the same thing. Yeah. Stop doing like, this. When I say I want Pokemon to have a story, I really just mean that like you need to have an enemy team and like 80% of the game, their leader is like, I'm going to take over the world or destroy the world or recreate the world. Or if we go all the way back to gen one, just want to steal shit. They sure escalated from that pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then and, and then you fight him. That That's really all I need. And Sword and Shield doesn't even, like, make it to that. No, because the enemy team is Team Yell. And I think you duel three members outside of the gym where that is just dueling seven of them in a row. Yeah, they, they, you, they crop up and they stand in the way until you beat a gym. And then, then you have to fight them anyways on the way out of the city. Mm. But yeah. Anyways, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield... I'm somewhat enjoying it. You know, it's, I still feel the same like I did during the spoiler cast of like games of disappointment. Definitely wish it was a lot better in my heart. It stands very tall, just based on the mechanics and the joy of Pokemon itself. You know, that'll do a lot of lifting. Yeah. (laughs) Like that part of your brain is well massaged. It's just like, (laughs) It sure is cool that all these systems are here to raise these Pokemon, to explore in this way, to do all these things. Really unfortunate about the the story and content becoming a skeleton five badges in. Very spooky. Uh, but that's that's all I got to say about it, Bob. Yeah, it's, it's still not been great. But it is neat to come back here and see like the visual quality of it and exactly where it lands while looking at the new stuff. Yeah. Um, God, am I excited for the new one? Yeah, no, I, I, th- th- <laughs> this morning I actually started thinking about, man, I'll get to just play a Pokemon game and choose Pokemon I like and play with them instead of like worrying about the team comp or a stream or anything <laughs> or having to have like Gen 8 introduces some of my most hated Pokemon ever. 
In, That's true. You've in, been very, uh, very vocal on this. I think I think most people should know his stance on toxicity. <laughs> yeah, we get toxicity. We get, which I honestly dislike him more than Impidimp and all those guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, there's just so many designs where this time I'm finally like, okay, I need to get away from this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like, it's rough. Bob's just doing the Clerks cartoon burn ward thing where he's walking out of one burn ward into another. He hasn't seen the ninth gen designs that are going to make him upset. Yeah, the closest thing to any of those designs has been the weird let, ink thing. Let me explain something because Agro is looking up a picture of Toxtricity. Uh -huh. uh, those vertical slits you see on his chest yeah. are effectively guitar strings and he plays them. He plucks himself. Oh, no, never mind. That's garbage. That's, well, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I, like, it's not no, that that's bad. cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> did, did, I'm, Chris, <laughs> he touches himself in public. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I like the I like how many weird <laughs> British rocker Pokemon there are in this one. Yeah, if they weren't, if they were actually British rockers, like they have Kiss. He's not British. He that's not true, but sorry, Jen, Jen, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons yeah. is not. But British. then, like, you have like Inteleon, who's obviously supposed to look like David Bowie. Oh, is that the he's a he's a double O seven joke though. He's both. He's supposed to I did not get David Bowie off of him. There was a Gene Simmons Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can. Huh. I'll work on it. I just remember that shitty Apple Dragon, really. <laughs> Again, I didn't play <laughs> that gen. Oh, that Apple Dragon is fantastic. <sighs> oh, no. I can't, I can't remember the name of the Apple Dragon. My brain was like, it's probably Crab Apple or something. <laughs> I don't fucking... Uh, there, yeah, no. Uh, there was that phalanx thing that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty quiet on these things, like on Pokemon Day and even now. So, like, people with brain diseases will just assume I have the same opinion as Bob because for some reason there are people out there who mentally function like that. Very strange. I don't hate any of the 8th gen designs. I kind of, I like some of them a lot and others I'm like, whatever. Toxtricity is not for me. This time I wanted to roll Impidimp because there's something. Have you seen Impidimp? Okay, okay. Have you seen Grimmsnarl though? Its evolution looks like Taguro. It's Taguro made of hair. Yeah. It's fucking vile. And this time I kinda wanted to roll with that motherfucker because holy shit. <laughs> he basically evolves into the green goblin. <laughs> that thing's pretty fucking metal. <laughs> yeah, no, that thing's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's this is like Oh, this is ultimate Spider-Man green goblin. <laughs> I, I think the worst thing you can say about 8th gen Pokemon designs and that it's it's not even like a super severe criticism. It's just the worst thing I think you can say is that like a lot of them are I'm human shaped and on two legs. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Too much. Um, and all three of the starters do it. That's kind of crazy. That's the first time it's been all three. I'm trying to think. It's yeah, always it hard for me to think of them in triplets and be like, was there ever a sweep like this before? I'm, I'm, st no, I'm still terrified. Never. It's usually, gonna... it's usually just one. <laughs> Sprigatino's going to stand up and they get really buff from the waist up. He better not. No, no. If Sprigatito gets up on two legs, they're going to be they're going to be feminine shaped for sure. It depends it's gonna on your friendship It's going to be like it's going to be like Cinderace. Hmm. I, what if it just stands up in his lawn cat? Oh, that would be, be good. <laughs> that would be really good. Yes. So didn't perfect. they are? Didn't isn't that Gigantamax Meowth? Yes. Lawn cat. Yes. You just never see both ends of it at once. 
Yeah, I, Spring I Tino wonder... is literally as tall as a fucking Alolan uh, ex executor. <laughs> oh, that's another <laughs> great one. I love Alolan ex executor. Yes. I, I love it because like I didn't beat Sun and Moon back in the day. I, I played it for an island and a half, maybe two islands, and then just put it down. Um, we get there, and it's just like you can't even remotely see even half of it during the battle on the yes. normal camp. It's it rules. Sun Moon has such a good group of Pokemon. It was great. <laughs> um, I, I I wonder if Meowth is going to have a uh, a regional variant in Scarlet and Violet because it's had a regional variant in both games since they introduced regional variants. Right. I was, I was like, mm. well, if we have a Meowth for that region, it should. I'm like, what? What? My my brain's traveling at the imagination sphere, as Little Big Planet would call it, and I'm like, obviously Meowth in that region needs a hat for some reason. What sort of cat with a hat? It could look like Top Cat. That would be see, so fucking good. Okay, see, I went to, he would look like Puss in Boots and be like a, um, a musketeer type thing. Yeah. I felt bad that I was going to make a Heathcliff joke earlier about Sprigatito. <laughs> that would be so funny. God, if you just, Sprigatito just got really round. <laughs> it's like, you were supposed to be like, Good. Why'd your speed stat reduce to zero? Why are you orange? You're a grass type. <laughs> Changes to fire type at the end. All all the evolutions just oh change at the end. The grass starter becomes firefighting. Wouldn't that be really good, guys? Wouldn't you enjoy that as a play experience? I actually would think that would be the best and funniest thing that could happen because then you run into your rival again, right? And they're like, yeah, me too. I don't... <laughs> Do you... Is it weird? Should, should, I, should we? I, I'm reading the dex entry for this, and it just sounds like excusing God for his mistakes. <laughs> has has there any, ever been a grass fire Pokemon? Is those no, see, those two sites seem too contradictory no, to actually I be? I don't think so. Yeah, they they don't, don't last long, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's um But but you don't want grass fire. You want all the starters to just shift. Yes. So that way your grass becomes firefighting, your fire <laughs> becomes like water something. That would be the funniest thing it to would ever be, do in I a would, Pokemon game. It, I would clap until my hands bled. Like that would just show cause we sit here for nine fucking generations. I guess eight cause past the first one. And we're like, hey guys, can you do a different triplet? A different triplet? You know, the triplets? Could you choose you have so many in Pokemon? Could you just choose one of the you know, f fighting psychic. No, you can't. It's it has to be these three every time. Okay, yeah, can you I, can you iterate on that even slightly? It would be so good if they were like, "Orange, you glad I didn't say banana with the fucking ninth <laughs> gen starters?" And they just third evolution. <laughs> I would, man. I, I've always like it, it. It they'll never do it. It's such like a fan gamey idea in my brain. It was like I would love the the fighting ghost psychic yeah or not it, fighting ghost psychic um uh fighting dark psychic yeah yeah triad that would be fantastic and they actually should do that i i i always have to come down very conservatively on on the starting trio uh-huh because as soon as anybody starts talking about messing with the original three as a grass fan i'm terrified they're just gonna cut me and put electric in <laughs> See what? See, this that is why this me. is why it's really oh exciting God. that Nintendo is doubling their development capacity. Because mm -hmm. we could get like, um, 
Well, you get a new Pokemon Coliseum that has like a weird story mode and they do that. Mm. That would be really nice. I don't know how like a game freak. I can't figure them out. Like they released a prototype for ninth gen in the same calendar year as ninth gen. Right. Which is, I'm not trying to say Legends Arceus is a bad game because it's a prototype. But it is a prototype. You can look at that and instantly go, that is clearly research and development for this thing. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just sitting here thinking of the Pikachu that has three evolutions. And they're like, oh man, that'd be great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about how unhinged it would be. It was like, we have a starter for every type. That would be really unhinged. Just choose whatever. That would be insane. Yeah. I'm... I am waiting for when they like are, are like, okay, it's now people are now nostalgic enough for it. Regional variant Pikachu that's just fat Pikachu. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. They would win Twitter. Because that's gonna be the gen that's clearly America. The American <laughs> South Pokemon game. We got Ooh. fucking Unova. We got we're oh, good. We're good I on New York. Love that if it's like Texas and Arizona and we could like get New Orleans. Yeah, we get Nolans. That'd be good. That'd be so good. Until I have to read a gym leader who's Cajun. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is rough to read. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to imagine a modern Pokemon design for, for a crawdad Pokemon that doesn't just look creepy. <laughs> Well, <laughs> like, like, not like, ooh, creepy. Like, I don't want to sit near him on the bus, creepy. <laughs> I do think if they took another swig at that, that is how that would go. Uh, let me pull up because I need to. I need to now look at him critically and be like, how crawdad is crawdad? I remember he's really crawdad. Yeah, he's, he's he's not quite crawdad enough. Not enough whiskers and things. I couldn't. I couldn't see myself pulling off Crawdon's head and sucking its brains yeah, out. Yeah, so you would need to bend the complete yeah, other way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, anyway. what, what the fuck <laughs> were we? Uh, yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. Anyway, the new one comes out soon. Very excited. Uh, great fucking time. Not only of the year, but of the ever for game releases because we got Bayonetta three. We're getting God of War Ragnarok, which is getting tens. Yes. It's got nothing but tens almost. It's Based crazy. on the preview coverage, I was like, oh shit, you guys are going to give this tens, aren't you? And then they did. And I'm like, hot damn, I guess that makes sense. I hope I also give this a 10. I'm so excited. Uh, and then we got Pokemon coming out. And we have Callisto Protocol by the end of the year. All sorts of shit. It's yeah, fucking crazy. I, I picked up these two, uh, Call of Duty and Star Ocean. I haven't even booted them yet, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have an unopened copy of Star Ocean The Divine Force sitting two inches from me. I'm staring at its cover right now. Sonic Frontiers is coming out. Um, yeah. The port of uh, Valkyrie Profile is coming out in December. That's... <laughs> That's really, the, the poor, I'm, I'm, I'm happy gun, for you. Gungrave Gore is this month. Oh, Tactics shit. Ogre is this month. Man. Uh, the, re, the remake of Crisis Core is in December. Which is crazy. Just, and, and, and the fucked up thing is this doesn't end after the new year. Yeah, see, that's the thing. My brain has banished away all of those games because I'm in the game of the year March, so I can't allow myself to think about that, but I know they're out there. I'm trying to think, because for Spoken in in February remake in January. Okay. But I can't think of anything else. Uh, 
Fire Emblem. There's um there's Fire that's Emblem. In January? Yeah. That's Jesus. in January. That's January 20th. There's uh that One Piece game which looks like they're spending okay. a lot of money on it. One second. I know we ignore chat most of the time, but I have a very firm rule. Do not bring up Advance Wars. <laughs> <laughs> do not do it. It still hurts. I'm doing yeah, my best to just pretend scarred. that game's never coming back. So that but, way when it does, I get to go Merry Christmas. But in in then February, like it has a lot of shit that that I personally don't care about, but it's like Dead Island 2, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, fuck J.K. Rowling. Dead. <laughs> That's a weird subtitle, by mm -hmm. the way. Most marketing departments wouldn't lean into that, but I'm glad they did. <laughs> there, I mean, uh, there's also other stuff coming out in February that we'll get to in the news. Theater rhythm. Like a, the Like a Dragon Ishin remake. Oh, uh, shit. That's another Atelier game. The, the Kirby Return to Dreamland remake. I, I just want to say Octopath I'm really Traveler 2. I'm really proud of them to calling it another Atelier game. I think that's really going to stick with people who aren't into that series yet. I don't know. I feel like I, they I mean, might I, think it's related to another the anime series. And I mean, do, uh, you, do you need me to say the full title? Atelier Rise of Three Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key. I literally have not finished playing all of the games from this February. Uh huh. <laughs> can we can we stop shoving Februarys up my ass? <laughs> feel like the gaming industry right now is just that fucking treasure island walk meme where they just can't be stopped yes yes no it really does feel like that after a year where it felt like they were really asleep for most of it it is great to feel like that now yeah uh, also harvestella yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow right yeah of course i knew that i'll be checking that out on pc yeah because because it looks like the tier of game and that my video card would look at and be like, you're just enough experience. <laughs> I need to steal that 1080 Ti and buy it on PC. <laughs> I need it sitting right next to your PC. If I was like, I'm going to steal this. And he's just like picking a soda up off the counter in front of him, basically. Yeah, no. This, uh, this is going to be really good. I almost made the mistake of getting Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty, on PC. And I was like, <laughs> this is... This is a trap. <laughs> I fell for this with Doom Eternal. It's not happening again, fucker. And then, and then Bob's like, "You should though." And I'm like, "Oh, he's right. I should. I should. I should do that." And within four hours, it had come out. Yeah, performance is fucking a nightmare, and people are blaming the little wait Sackboy's big adventure patch for the drivers. What? They're blaming oh that for the Call of Duty Modern Warfare <laughs> Two performance issues, and I'm like. I'm so fucking tired of PC game. <laughs> Which is funny because if you watch the Sackboy Big Adventure video from uh, Digital Foundry, Alex Batalia virtually says that verbatim of I'm so tired of PC gaming because he's running Sackboy's Big Adventure with the most powerful PC you can build right now. And it is just shitting and fucking around as it cannot deal with the shader compilation stutter. And you have three modes in that game you can lock the frame rate to 30 well okay for 30 60 120 or on un uncapped the camera movement literally syncs to the exact refresh rate and if you select uncapped what? it just does something fucking weird and only moves at 30 so he sat there staring at the game and he's like i know it's rendering 60 frames there are three lights why do you look 30 and he had to slow the footage down to figure out oh it's running at 60 it just is juddering the camera at a perfect 30 fantastic to look so weird 
Uh, yeah, so I have the most powerful GPU in the world. Uh, I won't touch PC gaming on a new title outside of Harvestella with the fucking meter stick. Basically, if there's a, if it's a farming game, I have a good streak, so I'll trust it. Just like I'm going to trust Story Seasons, which we will talk about later in news. Uh, Bob, did you play anything other than those two games? I played a single match of online Call of Duty. Did you win, son? No. Oh. Like it was ground. Con- Wait, no, I did win. It was ground control. Oh. <laughs> I didn't contribute, oh. but, the- <laughs> but I won. Oh, that, cool, great. Yeah, so it's that that mode where it's like battlefield, where there's just a giant battlefield and um, it's cool. like sixty people playing. Yeah, I was like, that this seems cool. Yeah, I, based on how that mode and other things about it feel, I may also end up getting that on the PS5, <laughs> as it turns out. Um, we, <laughs> we also, quick thing, not going to spend long on it. We 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 played Overwatch after something. We, did we? we? We did a stream or something, and then we played Overwatch, and we do one round, and we have a mercy who will not pull out the God, healing that, rod that, at all. God, gun out the whole time, barely does seven hundred damage, barely heals for no, didn't do seven hundred damage, did less, but healed for seven hundred because they would use their revive ability and nothing else. So we were just screwed. Like that is the most ultimate way to defuse. A team yeah. is just. Now, I will choose mercy and fuck everything. N- now, now you know how it feels when in the old days when you played World of Warcraft and someone was like, "I'm a really good shadow priest." They're not. <laughs> I've I've had look. My brother, my brother was like a master guild leader, uh, server first, uh, Mensa brain and alcoholic and these are not unrelated points of data <laughs> like you you describing that mercy literally reminded of the time uh, a friend of mine pete back in the day he he was in like lfr chat and they were like we need a healer and he's like i'm a healer and he was a fucking rogue <laughs> they didn't check they summoned him and they're like what the fuck he's like no no i'm bandage spec it's fine let's do this was it fine? Did they do this? No, they kicked I, him. I, swore uh, Bob, I don't think bandage spec is not a thing. No, but he did have pretty high first aid. All right. Um, there's one other thing we did, and uh, I think it's worth bringing up. Bob and I. Did, Bob, do you have the movie yes, we watched this week? Writing wrongs. Writing wrongs. Let me punch in on that. Maybe we can. Maybe. I doubt it. The camera focus is not pulled well this episode. No, maybe I can, if I move it closer, farther. No, no, further, actually. There we go. Yeah, righting wrongs. So this is a Cynthia Rothrock martial arts movie co-starring Yuen Bao. It is early in her career, as far as I know. This edition, this this Vinegar Syndrome, this is the spe- second like Blu-ray we've gotten from Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, it comes with two Blu-rays. This is supposed to be, when they do shit, it's like the definitive version. These are the people, for people who don't know, brought you New York Ninja. And if you don't know what that is, please watch the Red Letter Media review on it because that's what made me go, I need to own this now. <laughs> Where it's like, they came to America and they filmed this martial arts film and then they didn't finish it and some guy quit and then the rights fell out and and they bought the rights and they bought all the film. <laughs> and when they went to make New York Ninja, they're like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. And they never did the dub job because, you know, in that era, cheap martial arts films, it's all in the dub. They're just saying fucking whatever in front of the camera. 
you need to dub them over with the lines that make the movie's plot go. That didn't exist. So Vinegar Syndrome had to make the plot for New York Ninja and edit the footage together to make what you might call a cogent film, but is not. So this is the second release we've checked out from them. The thing about this, the thing about writing wrongs that makes it special is they have two Blu-rays. And Bob, what is the exact descriptor? Okay, they use? The exact descriptor, because there's a the regular cut. And there, then... there are two releases of this film. There's the original release, and then there's the second one, which was designed for international markets, I believe, and the Cantonese language. Um, it is the extended and vastly different hundred minute cut of this 96 minute movie. That's a big overstatement there. And Bob that- and I watched this film twice in a row. Yes. Uh, this, this film has quite possibly one of the funniest endings to a film. I won't spoil it here. It is really an experience to hit that ending and go, someone, someone wrote that, filmed it, and then ended their movie like that going, mm, that'll work. Man, I really miss 80s action art martial arts movies so much. Same. This mm-hmm. is... They let them do whatever, <laughs> anything. Nothing was off the table. Uh, yeah, I, I sit here and think, uh, you know, we try to play up how much uh, film production movies, everything has been democratized by all these tools. And I'm like, if that was true, then where are these movies? <laughs> uh, that was cool. I need to get more releases for Vinegar Syndrome because they have some really cool stuff going on over there. Mm-hmm. And I really respect their game. Yeah, them and then uh, and one that's apparently only recently getting to states, as far as I can tell, it's 88 films. Mm-hmm. Also bringing over a bunch of old Hong Kong action films. I'm mm. like, okay, I'm going to be pre-ordering all of these. Yeah. Are they all Cynthia Rothrock? No, but some are. A couple times I fucked up and called her Cynthia Rockwell, and I was like, that's her if she was on the Flintstones. Her name's already a Flintstone. I name. know, but when you move the rock to the beginning, I feel like you you have you have made a decision about her name where you're just like, it has to keep the rock part of her name. That's the important part. Uh, but yeah, no, that that was cool to watch. And it was funny to watch twice in a row. Yes. Uh <laughs> would love to describe scenes from it, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone. You, you could go look up a YouTube trailer. Writing Wrongs, which I believe uh, in certain releases the, releases, the title was changed to Above the Law. Yeah, that's Because right. the story is of, on paper, Yuan Bao is a prosecutor in the Hong Kong government who is going above the law mm-hmm. I, to seek justice. There, there's got to be like 15 movies named Above the Law. Right. right. <laughs> and that's the thing. In the behind the scenes, which that's another thing Vinegar Syndrome does really well, there are a lot of interviews with the cast now about the movie. Um, Cynthia Rothrock is like, I'll, I'll go to certain regions, I'll go to certain events, and people will be like, I loved you in blank. And I'll go, I don't know what movie you're talking about. And it'll be like, well, it turns out in this region, they renamed the movie to this. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of that, which, you know, when, when you're getting VHS bootlegs of foreign films back uh-huh. in the day, yeah, there, there's a lot of... I loved you and above the law. Who lock. knows? What? what? In what? Uh, but yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was really cool. Also, when it's like, you see a Hong Kong fight the two women in those days. Mm-hmm. This is what ruined me for every American film where it's like <laughs> two women fight. It is a slap battle. It is comically bad. Yeah. Yeah, no. It it I mean, a lot of the time it isn't that far removed in a lot of American cinema in the grand scheme of history and in, in terms of history. Um 
it's not too far removed from the second Mortal Kombat film where it's like, and then they started mud wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that's really how it feels, man. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that, that fight was metal as shit. Yes. That there's a lot that, of cool stuff going on there. That that one is the one that got posted online a lot, and I had no idea what movie it was from, so it yeah. was really cool to finally see it entirely. Uh, I especially like, what What was she wearing? She was wearing this metal, like, you would assume yeah, it was, it was just a, an overly ornate belt. Mm-hmm, a belt be- of rings. Because it's just rings and, like, ornament-looking stuff. And she whips it off, and it's like, no, it's a bladed whip. <laughs> <laughs> she just swings it, and I'm like, this fucking rules. Uh, but yeah, awesome film. Highly recommended. I'm about to. I my brain is switching into a mode where I'm like, Vinegar Syndrome is like the discotheque of like good ass old shit. And I'm worried that may ruin my wallet. Um, a little bit. But that one was Bob. So luckily, we've only bought one each, mm-hmm. and he got to buy his from Amazon, which cost way less because I had to pay for shipping. Yeah, that, on uh, New York Ninja using their website. Oh man, that's that's pricey. It is pricey. I was super glad I was able to find this on Amazon. It was hidden. Yeah, I uh, don't regret it for a second with New York Ninja. But uh, let's move on. Hey, Agro. Hey, you've been playing Vinegar. I have. I, oh, I, I have been shoving Kirby in the Forgotten Land. <laughs> like I said, not <laughs> done with February yet. <laughs> I have been shoving that game down my gullet because it is soft and delicious. Oh, that, that's great. That is one of the games I have to catch up on. So mm-hmm. so if you were to estimate about how far in are you? Uh, like I, for, for anyone who knows, I just got into the winter level. I unlocked the Coliseum, did the first boss rush. Uh, so I have no idea. Cool. <laughs> me neither. I haven't played it yet. Uh, Spaceman actually lent me the game. And I was like, I'll get to play this eventually. I was wrong. It's, uh, I'm, I mean, it's it, a well-crafted Kirby game does the amazing thing where you go, oh, man, this game's pretty easy. And then you finish a level and you only got six out of ten Waddledees and you feel like the dumbest motherfucker. <laughs> on the face of the earth now now I should yeah, kill myself that, now that's that's a hard that's a high bar in kirby terms because kirby's dreamland 3 is the worst i've ever felt playing a kirby game because like in most kirby games it's like haha you didn't solve the thing guess you won't get the extra thing but at the end of every level in kirby's dreamland 3 there's a motherfucker who just looks at you and they're like do you have it and i'm like what and they're like you fucking forgot and i'm like is it our anniversary samus aran it's really great where you know like like i said some of it feels like really easy and accessible for kids but then you have all the little treasure road extra levels and they're like you finished it you get a star did you do it in 30 seconds (laughs) yeah (laughs) did i what Did so, I stutter? So, you know, easy to pick up and play. Uh-huh. High maximum skill ceiling. It's, it's fucking it's how good. laboratories. It's that shit they do well. It's good. They it, have it, well-crafted a game and you feel safe inside. I, I A lot of people said some variant of this, but it's like Kirby in the Forgotten Land feels like the 10th 3D Kirby game, not the first. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, like, I think I said this when the trailer came out. Having gone, like... Dreamland 1 and 2 on the Game Boy to 64 to this. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's that, that's what Kirby games are like, right? <laughs> that is amazing, because that means you skipped Superstar. I did not have a Super Nintendo. 
Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I knew you had a Genesis. I didn't know you didn't have a Super Nintendo because a mm -hmm. lot of people ended up with both. Um, I did because a uh, divorce. So, you know, one parent gets one, one, one. And then my dad's like, the Sega CD. I'm tired of renting it from the network video for you. And I'm like, wow. My parents thought they'd be smart and uh, uh -huh. buy one of us the Genesis and the other one they would buy all the Genesis games. Wait, 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 that, wait, that wait, would, wait, would, wait, 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 wait. That would force us to work together no. and enjoy it. Yeah, no. That is not how no, that works. Next Christmas, he got a PS1, I got a 64. No, no. Bob's parents thought they would be smart and they would get him a Super Nintendo in 1997 or some shit so it's shut down by then bob's like look at these cool and what are you guys playing <laughs> oh yeah it was rough it was like the year of or the year before the 64 launched <laughs> and then and then and then instead of giving him the ps1 which had the you know jrpgs and so, sort of things up his alley they give him an n64 and he goes the blockbuster one day he rants he rents benjo kazooie and goes the fuck is this? <laughs> Some motherfuckers over there are playing Final Fantasy VII, and I'm stuck here with this bear. <laughs> God, that that, that See, was on me. I I absolutely wanted the 64 okay, because okay. we rented it, and I got to play Star Fox in Mario, and it was like these games are immaculate and better than any other video game I've ever seen in my life. One hundred percent. No, that makes sense. I was lucky enough because once again the split parent thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the dad got me the N sixty four virtually at launch, and when you look at the N sixty four launch, it's the smallest in history, but it's also like the best because at launch you get Mario sixty four, Blast Core, and Wave Wave Race all in like a few months. And that's good in, in pilot wings and all of that is such mind-blowing shit even if you came from the ps1 that it's like this is amazing and these games are built to last and they're just some like you know alex battaglia recently sort of referenced unless i'm misremembering the experience of an n64 where it felt impressive because even compared to pc stuff and ps1 and saturn stuff it had a different scale to it it had a different feel to it it felt ambitious and huge in a way that pc games haven't felt in a while like mm -hmm. we've been so focused on getting games running well for so long now and not really pushing physics or pushing crazy yeah, stuff our reach exceeded our grasp for a couple gens there so we're right. just doing homework and now the weird thing is you know as it comes up often on digital foundry and already came up once in this big thing the pc space because of the way it's built currently can't actually do certain things as as well as smoothly as consoles you know with shader compilation problems and other things like that uh, but yeah, no, the N64 is basically a Saturn that was good enough. <laughs> Holy shit. Because the Saturn did not have a launch. It did not have launch titles that were good enough for you to just feel fine with the console then. It had Virtua Fighter and Panzer Dragoon in America, and you had to go, these two are good enough. Well, actually, I, I, do, I do love, um, what is it? It's not Sega Rally. It's the other one. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, Daytona? Yeah, Daytona Racing. Yeah. That, yeah. that game's incredible. Looks like shit. Everyone always talks about the second one looks so much better. I'm like, I don't care. The first one, I have more fun with it. Like, It looks like fucking garbage, but it has the song. It has the tracks. It has what you want. Yeah, not, neither of those are games you can just... They're just single-player experiences that let you explore a world in 3D. Right. Which is what, what sells people on 3D. And that's what the N64 feels like. Mm-hmm. 
Like a lot of it feels like that. Mario 64 feels like that. I Last still call that game the most brilliant tech demo ever made. Which one? Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> that you're thinking of Mario 128 where Miyamoto was like, what if there were 128 Marios? And everyone, okay, we'll make it. <laughs> but yeah, Daytona is really good. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Kirby treating you well? It is. It's very nice. nice. Do you? Do you? One second. Rivenant news? Oh, no, I don't. Okay, let's talk about it now. Oh, okay. They announced that Riven. Yeah, yeah. They had a video. Cyan is remaking Riven. Yeah. Like they made abduction all those years ago and that worked. So they just, they did that Kickstarter re-release missed and that worked. So they're like, well, fuck, we're making games again. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's yeah. it. Wait, this is actually the same old company. Yeah, yeah. It, That's it, it's, insane. It's most the same guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It fucking rules. You don't get to see that enough. Yeah, or they go evil. Uh, like yeah. here, let me list the others off the top of my head. Uh, just at, at water, I think the people who's doing uh, Abe's Odyssey stuff. Hmm. Yeah. That's Hairbrain came together with a bunch of uh, the old people for Shadowrun. Oh. Yeah, and that's also true. one of the guys who worked on the 360 game, <laughs> who had to apologize a lot in that video. He's mm-hmm. like, "I worked on that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm their, sorry." We their know. Kickstarter was them literally throwing garbage. <laughs> it was pretty fucking great, is what it was. But yeah, they're they're remaking Ribbon. Um, it's apparently going to be like full 3D movement, which is the first time I went. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I have bad memories. Uh, fuck I get real it. mist. <laughs> no, like Riv- Riven could honestly do with that mm-hmm. like moving through Riven freely at a decent walking speed people who made abduction at a decent walking <laughs> speed could really improve that game it, it'd be nice I do recall the only time I've seen any of abduction is when I came over I helped Agro uh, pick out the parts and build his PC for this triple 1440p monitor beast that he's just three monitors next to each other, vertically oriented, I believe. I can't remember. Okay. Got, got the wide. But the were the screens 16 by 9 or 9 by 16? 16 by 9. They were Okay. Yeah. So it was ultra, ultra wide. So 48 ultra. by 9. Yeah, I would stick my face in the middle of that. And like games that support it, it's great. Especially uh-huh. like I played those open world Tomb Raider games. Or not open world, but those Tomb Raider yeah. games. And being able to just like, what's to the left of me? it's immaculate yeah no that's cool as shit uh that's the only time i've seen it run was on that on your 1080 and your 1080 is like i can output three monitors i can do that please don't don't make me (laughs) like no go in you're gonna put that game on all three screens And you're going to run. And it's like, I'm going to walk is what I'm going to fucking do. I, I got a few years of games running decently on three screens out of Jesus that thing. Jesus Christ. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, why isn't Far Cry 5 g- going above 30? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense now that I said that out loud. <laughs> but yeah. No, that's, that's really cool that they're doing that with Ruben. Mm-hmm. That actually made me really happy. And I was like, I should know. Agro's on a podcast and people know what Agro likes. He will get notified. Uh, I, I should not at him with this news. Oh, man. I cannot wait for, for a new generation of people to fucking hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I liked Mist a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. I could never finish Riven. 
Riven, Riven's a beast. It's mean. Yeah, that makes sense. It is big and complicated and interconnected. I only beat it because it was like me and another guy playing at the same time. Yeah, that was you and uh, Ryan Secrets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like he 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 held the mouse and I I was watching, which freed me up to just like notice shit, and we got through it together. Yeah. Yeah, I have to I have to wonder how I would have taken to Mist if I had had access to it as a kid because somehow we had like a CD-ROM drive, we had early PC stuff. Like I've always had a PC that could game in my home, whether or not I got like it was mine or not. Um, so I always thought it was weird that it, somehow I just missed that entirely. Yeah, especially yeah. since my mother was my mother's a gamer. My grandfather's a gamer for anyone who doesn't know. So it's on that side. Um, I feel like she would have liked that, but for some reason, just never. I don't know. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I do even, wonder if I would have just hit a brick wall and gone, I don't fucking know. <laughs> just never be the case. It's the problem with Mist is that happens early. Oh, uh, yes. For a lot of people. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like they can't figure out how to get into the game to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's absolutely a problem with that. <laughs> that. Like, I'm like, that's a feature. This is what puzzle games should be like. <laughs> It, 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 it's also like on the flip side, it, it's a game where you don't have to play it in order. Mm-hmm. It is completely fair. Whether or not the puzzles are well designed, in your opinion, <laughs> yeah, it's completely fair to where if you know the solution to the puzzle, you can just finish the puzzle. You can beat that game in two minutes, which is awesome. I love that they do that. Yeah, I remember playing that game for hours on end and then we get reading a guide and be like, what do you mean I could just do this? <laughs> oh, just do, 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 do. There's his ending. Yeah, you open a secret panel and then you pour kerosene on this fucking book. <laughs> uh, that counts that, as a dev exit. The game is banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Your game's been rejected. We're not allowing it for submissions. Uh, did you play anything else? No. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing more uh, Kirby while Harvestella is out and trying not to look over and download Harvestella. <laughs> you wouldn't cheat on Kirby, would you? <laughs> uh, okay, Chris, what have you been playing other than Bayonetta 3? Uh, I, I played the Shadows of Rose Resident Evil 8 DLC. Right, shit, that came oh, out. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... It's it's sure obvious that they didn't intend to make this DLC by the, when the time that game came out, because mm. uh, <laughs> there's sure nothing new in this DLC asset wise at all. Oh, that's kind of why I suspected when they showed where it was. But that's still disappointing. Uh, I I know Dan intends to play it at some point, so I can't talk about the story even though there's barely any does anyone know what how much this dlc is off the top of their heads it's 20 dollars, but you get but that's only also the only way to get third person mode you know get the mercenaries new stuff right did you play but that you have all? to unlock that oh my god yeah you have to unlock heisenberg and uh and lady dimitrescu by like getting a's on the existing stages and i think it adds more stages Okay, well, I've already done that, luckily. And I'm thinking about it, I'm like, do I really need third-person camera when I'm going to have VR the next year? Right. Uh, hmm. How many yeah, times? Third-person VR. It's, 
I watched someone else play the game. <laughs> hey, look at that guy. He's playing this video game. Um, the DLC is like them trying to do more of a survival horror type thing for part of it. And it, it, they kind of, I guess they forgot from the 90s. The 90s was a long time ago. Yes. Uh, and then, and then the, like the rest of it is, is a part that would be really, really cool if they didn't fuck it up. Oh. Because it's like, there's one thing that's like, this is really cool and scary. You made it just hard enough that I died too many times and now it's not scary. Really, really cool if they didn't fuck it up. I'm pretty sure that makes it an astral chain out of 10. Uh, and and the, end, the, the end of that DLC is really exciting because I'm like, you're testing shit for Mercenaries mode in RE4 remake. That's what <laughs> this is. I see you, bitch. <laughs> um, I, I thought the end was cool, but it, it's, it's filler. Like, if, if, you're, if you're looking at this DLC and haven't bought it yet, and like, I'm going to find out, get some idea where they want to go after RE8. You're not, you ain't getting it from this. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I will almost certainly never play it again. You finish it, and Orahara shows up to let you know that no, that mattered. Orahara picks is, you up and stuffs is... you under the fucking floorboard so the canon characters don't see you. <laughs> Other than that, I finished Cultic. Cool. I actually uh, saw footage of that game in between weeks, so I now have something to connect what you're saying to an image. Yes. Uh... I said last week it was made by mostly one person. That is wrong. It was made entirely by one person. Music and everything. Mm. What Chad? <laughs> uh, Cultic's great. Uh, uh, but I didn't think it would just keep ascending the further you get into it. Right. Like, you, you get this level. There's this level that's a couple from the end where it's like the cult set up base in this abandoned mental asylum. And the level is called the Asylum Grounds. And they set up a fortress. They dug trenches. They put up walls. They have snipers on top on like in positions on the roof of this giant asylum. And you beat their ass. Uh, the plot of this game, which I did not articulate last time, is uh, you were a cop who was investigating a cult. And uh, the, the police said, uh, stop investigating it. So you give them your badge and your gun and go in with nothing. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, the game has a good flamethrower. <laughs> Is there a Steam account oh. for that? <laughs> that just groups them all together? A collection? Yeah, I feel like uh, not so not, rare. Yeah. Not only is it a good flamethrower, the alt fire, which costs a lot of ammo to use, but it gives you the napalm launcher from Blood. Nice. Nice. Uh, and if you've never played Blood, the Napalm Launcher is uh, the most broke, one of the most broken weapons in video game history. It earns being it, a war crime. <laughs> it shoots a flaming ball that explodes in an enormous radius, and anything touched by that radius gets set on fire, in addition to taking enormous splash damage from the explosion. Uh... So that's really cool. And, and then, like, you, I compared it to RE4 before, and that, that 
there's no way that the creator did not play RE4 because then you go like into the asylum's lava cave. <laughs> if you dig down anywhere deep enough anywhere you find lava right <laughs> look sometimes yeah, the only way to deal with like mental a health gothic issues medieval forge castle is to like cast them build. back into the fire <laughs> uh, he did this game is not early access as i said last week he just said I didn't want to do early access. This is complete. Uh, the second chapter, which is it's going to have two chapters, just, you know, one more. Uh, mm -hmm. That'll just be DLC for the first one. God bless him. I, I don't know what the fuck the, the chapter it'll be because the end is one of those FPS. I, I am now going through the portal mm. chapter endings. So who the fuck knows what it will be? Specifically, one of those, uh, I'm going through the portal chapter endings that isn't, I'm going through the portal and then telefragging a god. <laughs> and then yeah, here's a quake. paragraph of text. <laughs> I, <laughs> that classic Sarge to the anime ending. God damn it. <laughs> to fucking, uh, Chris tweeted about something in the last week. And I, it was about Star Ocean 2, and I was like, I wish I knew that character from anything other than the anime. Because it was the Double Dragons Oh, guy. yes. Yeah, Ashton Anchors is his name. <sighs> He's really funny because his luck is set at worst, and nothing you do can erase it. The anime reflected that. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Cultic's fantastic. They give you a sniper rifle. You have this bolt-action rifle that can dome people from 800 yards, and then they still give you a separate sniper rifle that uses different ammo, so you have double the sniping capacity. <laughs> nice. And for anyone who missed last week, this is a boomer shooter sort of game. Yes, it is. Sort of game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I completely missed this uh, feature of the game last week, but I, I I noticed it this week. When you pull out the Molotov cocktail, mm -hmm. uh, when you pull out the dynamite bundle, if you click the middle bout, if you light it and then click the middle button, you throw them out as sticks. You like you do a like a cone shaped spread of the sticks of dynamite. If you use the middle mouse button on with a Molotov, you you duct tape a bundle of dynamite to the Molotov cocktail and throw what? it, and it causes a giant flaming explosion. It's called the TNT combo. That's pretty good. That's good shit. That's good shit. Uh, but I intend to do two more playthroughs. I'm going to do one more playthrough on normal and, and scrape the levels for secrets. And then I'll do one on hard and it's like, okay, now I know where the shit is. So I'll have lots of resources. Uh, but yeah, I can't recommend it enough. I also played for a little bit Proteus. That's another boomer shooter. Uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass. That's how I played it. Uh, it's a lot like Brutal Doom, and I don't really like Brutal Doom. Uh, if you don't know what Brutal Doom is, Brutal Doom is a highly controversial Doom mod uh, conversion which is what it does is off the top of my head, and I'm sure it's added a million more fucking features by now, but this is what I remember it having. It, ha add, it adds location-based weapon damage, so you can headshot. It adds reloading to every weapon. And it adds, um, like, jibs. Lots and lots of jibs, hence being brutal doom. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Proteus definitely feels like that because it, Proteus is, is it's just fucking Doom. Like you're in a futuristic space base. It has the color palette of Doom 2016. Uh, there's imps, there's zombie soldiers, there's something that's basically a cockademon. Is this the one that's like meticulously hand-drawn sprites for uh, every I, angle in animation? I don't know. It's all made of voxels. Oh, uh, that would do it. Um, I would like to know Proteus with a D. I've been thrown yes, as people started talking about this in the last month, and I was like, Proteus came out like nine years ago, and it's a walking sim. <laughs> No, that's Proteus with a T. I kept thinking of Proteus like the parody Gradius. You mean like that uh, thing in Bayonetta 3? <laughs> your shotgun can charge, which is, which is cool, but it doesn't penetrate enemies, which is not cool. Uh, but there's a lot of weapons, none of which I've gotten, because to get the weapons, you have to buy them in a store with things from secrets in the levels, and I haven't found enough. I really don't like that you have to scrape levels for secrets also it has like a mario 3 style map and this looks weird mm-hmm. so like it's it's not bad but i i don't like brutal doom and this game is explicitly inspired by brutal doom okay i'm gonna ask the same question for every boomer shooter from now on because i think it's a cool feature but the fact i ask and this is important to me is in and of itself stupid do you know if it features ray tracing? <laughs> I I don't know. Okay. A medieval features ray tracing, and I'm like, I wasn't... I need to see how that looks. I need my boomer shooter with ray tracing, because that's cool as shit. Yeah, I'm looking at the scene page now, and it doesn't have ray tracing like in a big tag on the box like it they should, do for it, a, a, a medieval. It should, it should like just have the world's gaudiest, like, used cars or certified pre-owned sticker, like... Pfft. Ray tracing. You should have the, the featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series sticker, but it says featuring ray tracing from the future. Yes. <laughs> Somebody uh, chat is saying it doesn't. It's a Unity game. There's no Unity game. Huh. Well, well, they're too they're too busy helping the government make drones to add ray tracing to their engine. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, I didn't hate it, but it's like, man, I like. Also, you don't move fast enough. Mm, that is that's important breaker. in a retro fps yeah yeah i think that my favorite it's, it's, of these new era boomer shooters the one was like no you didn't move fast enough back in the day you moved <laughs> insanely too fast Sho- shove a rocket up your ass and put skates on your feet it, it, it's just hard to compete with like again like i was coming off of cultic which is very similar to blood and blood has like the best feeling fps movement in the world mm-hmm. and cultic's like a little bit worse than that but which still makes it like top 10 I also started streaming Sonic Unleashed because I had to pregame for Sonic Frontiers. I was lurking. <laughs> Sonic Unleashed is really cool, but it's sure covered in 7th Gen stink. Yeah. But, but it's weird to start that game and there's a really impressive looking, lengthy cinematic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, remember when Sega was... There was like, this game was the last time Sega was like, oh, right, Sonic's our mascot and his game should have money. Yeah. Hey, Bob, I remembered what I played in between weeks that we didn't bring up. Oh, my God. Hey, Chris, I played Sonic Generations on PC. (laughs) I sure spent a lot more money on Unleashed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It is not even. 
like uh, unleashed was the moment where they like after that they were like no they they don't have to be real games they can just be like three hours long and not really have any cinematics and we we can lean really heavily on this ranking system like you want to play the game seven or eight times and i'm like no i don't yeah no they like the gameplay is not good enough for that i kind of want to do that for generations sort of but every other one like fucking colors and forces and lost worlds like no i'm sorry you're crazy Uh, weirdly enough on on my pc generate like and you can ask bob he was there generation was having some stutters and shit i don't i don't know how the fuck yes on dan's 4090 (laughs) 4090 this is the card from the future that should be better than the ps6 that's that's okay i'm sure it's my cpu it's a year and a half old I don't know what's up with that, but that was the thing. How far did you make it unleashed? I got to the desert country, Shamar. Um, yeah, Shamar. I I don't think I'm going to get metal gated, which which by Good. the way, that the, the medals are why I've never beaten that game. Yeah, because like, they're I like there's get... some paint left in the rooms you walk through. Scrape them. Yeah. yeah. Now that it runs good, which thank God. The Werehog segments aren't that bad. Yeah. It they look the them. levels the levels look pretty nice because they're all set at night. You go through some cool looking areas. The combat's brain dead, but whatever, I played much worse when it comes to Dante's Inferno is worse than Sonic Unleashed. Uh, and and those levels, you feel like you collected a lot of things because you're. It's it's not, it's not like the daytime levels were like we put medals in these levels. You go through it Mach six. We did not increase their hitboxes in these levels to compensate for the fact you're flying through it Mach six. Thread the needle if you want this collectible. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? I'm of the opinion that getting Sonic Unleashed running at 60 frames per second is the single most important contribution Microsoft has had to the gaming industry since 2007. That, Wait, that, I'll, I'll say 2008. Lots of people have ex- expressed that opinion. Yeah. A real shame they shut down that initiative. I, I, I will choose to believe that when Phil Spencer said he would like an emulator that just runs any game you put in it, that he was serious. I hope you're right. Because man, that's a that's a great use of a system that powerful. Uh a- another great thing, um unlike every single Sonic game that has come out since Sonic Unleashed. Sonic Unleashed is made up of all new areas. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's nice. They don't they don't it's it's not like Sonic Forces, which I think is entirely shit you've already seen. Or Sonic Generations, which is entirely shit you've already seen. Yeah. Or it Sonic is. Forces, which is uh, not Sonic Forces, uh, Sonic Lost World, which is entirely shit you've already seen in Mario games. <laughs> I mean still starts with Green Hills. <laughs> this is completely different, Green Hills. It plays the song Athletic. <laughs> Uh, Sonic Sonic talks like a normal character and doesn't end every line with and fat people should die like he does in Colors in Lost World. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because 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 after after Unleashed is when they hired Saturday morning cartoon guys to start writing these games. Mm-hmm. And this show uh, they yeah. wrote they, they hired some motherfuckers from Happy Tree Friends, and I'm like, oh wow, that's why it's all been insufferable since then. Oh, wow. How how Happy Tree Friends? How did you come to that, dude? I have no fucking that idea. That was a thing that was popular. I mean, yes, but it was popular because they're mulching characters. It's physical gore comedy. It's not and then, and then dialogue they listen, comedy. And then, look, Sega from like 2008 to 2000, let's say 17, because that's when Forces came out, mm-hmm. was was way too... Like, they got tricked by all the YouTube videos saying Sonic was gay. It's like it ruined their brains. I thought that was Bruno Mars they were saying that about. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, the bosses in Sonic Unleashed are really cool. The boost ones, at least the fucking Werehog ones or whatever. They're like generic monsters and you do a, a terrible bloodless God of War QTE on them to beat them. Mm-hmm. But the boost bosses are all really nice, neat. And another thing, when Sonic Unleashed switches to 2D, it doesn't feel like they did it to save money. It feels like they did it to offer a slightly different chat form of challenge and, and it's only brief. Mm-hmm. It's not like every game after that where it's like, we also it helps a lot that there also isn't classic Sonic in the game. Yeah. What an awful thing. But it goes 2D sometimes when you're fighting boss boost bosses, and I'm like, this is so it can give you a different pattern of things to dodge. They made a game properly. Uh, except for the camera, it's fucking terrible. And con- they constantly take control of it from you in segments where it's, they really should not be taking control of it from you. You cannot be trusted, citizen. Here, I will bring like, the you're, shot. You're walking... Also, it, it's funny how much this game is God of War. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. button mash doors. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's intentional. They have, they have, they have the Kratos tight ropes where mm-hmm. you have to walk across the narrow thing. <laughs> it, it, it does it better than Dante's Inferno still. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a weird triumvirate there, like God of War 3 versus Dante's Inferno versus <laughs> Sonic Unleashed. Uh you actually played both Dante's Inferno and Sonic Unleashed on the Series X, right? Yes. See, they don't need a fucking God of War Ragnarok. They already got God of War. <laughs> Twice. Man, once the Dead Space remake comes out, that's what EA needs to put motive on next. Like remake Dante's Inferno. Honestly, uh, you know what? It's it's like the thing Kubrick would say, right? Don't pick a perfect book to adapt. <laughs> Do that. Fucking go and make Dante's Inferno good. What's up? <laughs> I'm just wondering how far down you you reach your hand in to rip shit out of that game <laughs> to remake it and have it be good. Or do you lean into it harder? <laughs> like make his dead wife's tits bigger. We we probably sh- Lucifer probably should not be wearing blackface anymore. We probably need to change that. Are there any other religions that we can pull from? They're like, well, in this one, Lucifer is Lance Reddick, and everyone's like, Lance, did you see how Lucifer, did you did you see how he looked? No, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Played Quantum Break. God. 
Lance Reddick was in that. Yes. That's the connection. On a brick runs well now. That thing's weird. Yeah, on your 4090, you can force it to run I well. I can fucking get Quantum Break to run well, and it's fucking does weird. It, does it like still it. not run well on Series X? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it can't boost it enough because it's a lot of CPU-limited stuff. Um, you know, it's not too dissimilar demand-wise than uh, Control. Um, so it's a very heavy game. Uh, and I, they never did like a remaster like they did for Control to make up for the new consoles. No, they never did that. And it's going to be locked to, I believe, 720p, maybe 1080p on the on Probably Series 720. X. I mean... I don't know. Their a, first party stuff, a lot of it was 1080. Okay. No matter how insanely hard that is to get out of the original launch Xbox One. But did, uh, you, uh, did you play it the right way, Dan, where you watch an episode of the TV show after each level? Yeah, I, I beat the first chunk of the game and then sat down to watch 22 minutes of television programming. And I'm like, I love this game so much. It's so insane. It's like you play the first part of the game as the main character. Then you play, watch 20 minutes about random employees at the villain company yeah monarch you have fucking guys working the it desk and he's like oh i'm not it i'm security and you get to experience the gripping drama of betrayal between guy who works at the security it desk and the guy who's kind of your virgil i guess like this idea sounds (laughs) so outlandishly stupid that my brain is automatically going, but what if Kojima did it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the only problem here is that they made uh, American television. That's the only problem. Yeah. But honestly, that kind of enhances it for me. If it could be even worse, that would actually make it if, what, even more fun. The the villains of this fucking, the villainous company is called Monarch? The, the, the villainous company is called Monarch, yeah. Pretty sure. They just fucking stole it from Godzilla 2014. I'm looking at the logo. It even has a similar logo because the because the, <laughs> the government agency that monitors kaiju in those in those movies is called Monarch. That's great. <laughs> Look, the important thing is that Iceman from the X Men movies is our main character. <laughs> he is that the important. important thing. Yeah. Okay. Trust me. It would be. I'd be so much more behind <laughs> this game. Uh huh. If the if the tv thing felt weirder like most things from remedy they're live action because a lot remedy always does live action stuff like yeah. has stuff on tvs in the background they're just live action footage mm-hmm. has weird interviews with people that are live action mm-hmm. does something weird mm-hmm. if they had that tone that more genuinely held that, that twin peaks ish yeah tone. Like that twin yeah, peaks they, weird nothing's right tone yeah <laughs> they, they need the tone of like the knockoff twilight zone the yeah. clip show that is in an Alan Wake. I need to play Alan Wake so bad. Yeah, 100%. Very, very excited to check out the next-gen version of Alan Wake. Very excited for them to also finish the remaster of Max Payne. Yes. That shit rules. And now I have a video card that can run this engine well at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, did you want to say more about Sonic Unleashed? Uh, yes. Um, a lot of people gas up the boost gameplay. I think it's fine. Uh, you can't platform for shit in these games. Sonic has so much forward <laughs> momentum. It's like they made the entire all the physics dedicated to going forward. Yeah. yeah. So when they stop and it's like, okay, we're going to do a slower section focused on platforming. 
it feels bad. Yeah, that's what I was experiencing in complete parallel to you, apparently, over in Generations, because the boost gameplay there is physical, physics-wise almost identical. Um, yeah, I can just watch Dan play and be like, I sure remember how this feels, and it's awful. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> when I was engaging with it, I kind of just sat there and I was like, man, there's there's a lot to be said about Sonic Adventure 2 and, to some extent, 1 and also 06 having a normal 3D platformer feel in the grand scheme of things compared to the boost gameplay and, mm-hmm. you know, Unleashing Generations. I, this is gonna this is gonna sound crazy, but I think Sonic 06 kind of had the right idea where it's like, Sonic can have a normal level, and then we'll have a level with totally different physics where he goes really fast. Yeah, yeah. no, I think that, that actually worked there, yeah. Yeah, that, that design makes more sense. That idea makes more sense. They fucked it up because they had no time and staff, because, uh, Thanks, Yuji Naka. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what happened to Sonic 06, what happened is that uh, around 40% of the way through development, Yuji Naka was like, I think we should also make a Sonic game for the Wii. And uh, Sega executives went, um, okay, you can take half the staff and money from 06. And in return, we got secret rings. <sighs> I made myself sad, so that's all I got to say about Sonic. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Excited for Frontiers. Yes. I, I I need to say yet again, they should not have named two Sonic games in a row that the first three letters are F, O, and R. No. Frontiers and Forces. They should not have done yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, the leak from a couple years ago where they were calling it Sonic Rangers would have been fine. Uh, that's a cool name. It is. People would have been like, okay, who are all the rangers? And they would have gone, what do you mean? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just fucking Sonic, asshole. (laughs) Or maybe. What if the the villains are rangers? They've showed us so little of this game that that they could pop up with like, no, there are segments where you play as other characters. Yeah. We don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. We don't know. So, you know. Very excited to find out. Oh, wait, one more thing about Sonic Unleashed. Okay. Chip is terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's un- inexcusable. <laughs> like, it, it, it's such a stereotypical thing to say that people get defensive about this character, but he sucks. Like his entire his entire character is flying around with uh, the sound effects in this game are are mixed so fucking loud. Yes. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, his wings sound like Rhodey from Indivisible. <laughs> <laughs> Chip, no. And all his all his dialogue is he's like a he's like a terrible version of Paimon. Yeah, he is like all his yeah, dialogue uh, is I don't understand what's going on, say it again, or ice boom. cream. Yeah. Yeah. Do you that's have any- it. Oh, that's all you played? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that means we're headed into the Pod Lords. <laughs> Are, it's, is that okay? Is that okay? Are you, you choking? <laughs> oh fuck! It's it's the <laughs> yes, that's right. The Pod Lords. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> 
says co-conspirator Dr. Agra. Since <laughs> I did it doesn't mean it isn't the worst. <laughs> That's fair. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown, Red Blaze 27, Suzushiro, Emperor Zero, Shiba Yagato, Rado, One or One Shades of Wonderful Remastered, WTF Spider Man, Mr. I Like Spam, BN12. Start running. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's too soon. There was time now. Someone find some turkey. DFW 3K. Damn it. Now I have to get my gaming news from gaming podcasts. Ugh. Come back, King. Shiny Mew. Kristen. <laughs> no. Oh no, she's free. <laughs> <laughs> Who could they be talking about? <laughs> Kyle Bjork. Iron Agro. Blig de Blue. Schlinda's Poo. Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden. The new head of finances at Gigaboots Incorporated. <laughs> You have 12 days to buy a witch skin for Velma and Multiverses. No! <laughs> no! One moment, I gotta go. It's gonna, it's gonna help bitrate. <laughs> Cooper Tank. Twitter's Development HQ. Hmm. You're bad man. <laughs> we are slaves. <laughs> I have no bit. Just a good amount of patience. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I wonder who that mysterious form could be. Three Padorus in a trench coat. <laughs> Yoji Shinkawa collabed with Magic the Gathering to make sick alternate art, and I think you all should know. I feel like I knew that. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast. Rip, Nebellion. The Phantasmarania. <laughs> Could be anyone. What are you talking about? That's not him. Oh my god, I Could got this Podlord image and it did not occur to me that that is just Phantom. Abro, <laughs> let me explain. Bayonetta 3 may have borrowed some things from Devil May Cry 1. I was wondering what the Magma Spider was doing here. Uh, uh, you know what Phantom did? Bayonetta 2 means. borrowed it. That's true. That, that's a real word. Uh, that means Phantom Spider in whatever language they say that is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and with the end of Spook's season, ho, Jack Frost has to leave for a time being. Smell you later, he ho. Goodbye, Jack Frost. Please do not rise as a potteroo. <laughs> <laughs> A raccoon that has two sides, speed and dad. See, because half of it's blue like Sonic. Oh. Red like Knuckles? Red is like... Knuckles a dad? Yeah, Knuckles is a dad. <laughs> it's, it's red like God of Knuckles. <laughs> Ragnar Knuckles. <laughs> I'm really confused. <laughs> 
understandable. I got the cheat sheet. I got to read the Podlord explaining this one. Yeah, that, was, that was a thinker. <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, in the Podlord segment, like it's missed. <laughs> How does this shit work? Shinji16 is still pleading for you to check out Hyperdemon, the sequel to Devil Daggers. Also, here is another photo of Lexi. She looks so unamused. <laughs> yeah, Lexi seems grumpy. <laughs> Started filing out apartment applications. Please help me. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Dobo. I, I hope your alcoholic father is, uh, isn't making it harder. You know, I feel like he is. <laughs> the Superman. We, we, we thought we had a good place to sign up, but he threw the liquor bottle at the, at the landlord. And now we have to find another place to live. <laughs> the Hard M has no bit this week. Have oh. a pleasant day. Oh, it's back again. I what? just wanted to bring up Pop oh. Alucard no. or Alakazam. Oh. <laughs> Sarlene. Tomothy Fister sincerely believes the adolescence of Utena may be the bravest, smartest movie in the history of cinema. It's up there. This is a good scene. It's a conversation I stopped having in 2003. Because <laughs> it was settled, right? Bayo Nutter is wondering if that is the dumbest or best tag for the game's fans. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Pleochrome. Krunglespum. Good afternoon, Mental Gen. I am your supporter, Noodle, and welcome back to my payments. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm so cozy here. Lord Richter is off to Mexico for my first time off since February. See you all in two weeks. Nice. Hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. Not that you're hearing this, most likely, but I hope you're enjoying it. Mm. And... Fetishist Summoner Lightning Farron versus Pulse Falsy Saga Xbox Series X Edition. Oh, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. To our Podbirds. Thank you, Podbirds. Thank Podbirds. <laughs> if you'd like to become a Podbird, caw, 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 you can go to our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash GB podcast. For as little as $5 a month, you may grow wings, uh, not guaranteed. Uh, you also get uh, many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly shows, one where we review all of Bleach and one where we review every fucking Pokemon movie. Yes, even that one that you just thought of. Uh, you get each of those early from, on our Patreon. You also get extended versions of shows when we do shows and leave content on the floor because it wasn't good enough or we just didn't have time to say it. Uh, you get those. You also get a Patreon-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. Uh, that's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. And if you don't have any money, you can always help us immensely by liking this video right now. Do it now. <laughs> right now. That actually makes a giant difference. As much as people really dislike people telling them, hey, please like and subscribe and comment below. Uh, that's how the algorithm works. That is not a make us feel yeah, better we, by making we, number go up thing. We have to we have to offer likes to the the fucking specter that Google built in hopes it will show us show us favor. Uh, you can also help us by watching on Thursdays, uh, telling your friends and all that jazz, uh, and also and also listening to our weekly Chainsaw Man podcast, The Chainsaw Devil, which you can receive updates and memes about Chainsaw Man at Twitter.com/slash/The Podcast Devil. 
Uh, that's, that's it. it. Patreon.com <laughs> plus TV podcast. Uh, let's get the bad news out of the way first. I'm doing my bad news first. This is called being greedy. Hey, guys. Hey. Symbiogenesis. Oh. Symbiogenesis is not some cool thing. No, it's, it it, it's some, not a Parasite Eve sequel. No, it is some uncool thing. Specifically, oh, I can't it believe is, Parasite Eve fans are going to be sad. This is so unprecedented. Uh, yeah, it's it's a real... You don't need new, to be this cruel, aggro. It's a real new <laughs> feeling that I'm getting used to. <laughs> uh, Symbiogenesis is, in fact, a an NFT art project Square Enix is launching in spring 2023. No, oh. they're not. <laughs> it'll it'll I, i'm betting money it'll be canned before then oh it? i saw one of the former leads on a motor storm and drive club make the tweet of okay start the timer we're gonna find out how long it takes till we get the image of text apology and recounting <laughs> this I, project I'm, i i said that but i'm not sure it's gonna happen because it because th- this seems to be so such a fucking spike in the brain of some executive because mm-hmm. every other company already learned from negative reinforcement. Yeah. It, it must just be one delusional person who has too much clout for anybody to successfully say no to. I mean, I, the, the president of Square Enix came out and said that he loved NFTs and that whole spectrum of things. So I assume it's him. Just he fully yeah, I assume bought it's in. him. Ho- hopefully yeah. when these launch and, and nobody talks about them ever and they see no movement on the board at all, the fucking picture comes through. On the other yeah, hand, hopefully. the fact that the Parasite Eve guy is seemingly willing to work with them in any context is at least more of a positive image than we had before the symbiogenosis reveal, um, you know, before they said it was, they had copywritten it. Well, the, uh, the NFT art thing um, doesn't seem to have any connection to Parasite Eve from what I saw. <laughs> yeah, it's just Why a random name. Word? It's just a random name and they, they tried to name it a cool thing. I don't, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there was no good news here. I'm sorry. Yeah. That... <laughs> everybody, yeah. everybody, yell at them on in every avenue you can. It was pure. Like I like. I'm not sure they they understood there was a connection when they did it. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you yell enough about Parasite Eve on Twitter, they're going to be like, okay, here's the deal. Parasite Eve was trending today. If you don't buy <laughs> NFTs, we're never making Parasite Eve again. Okay, it's like when they release a shitty collection or a, or, a re, or a remake and say, you have to buy it or this series dies. One moment while I rip my heart out of my chest to summon the devil. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, let's go with lighter news since I only have two other stories. Uh, Story of Seasons, Wonderful Life, which is a remake of the GameCube game that they later ruined on the PS2, uh, <laughs> is coming to current gen consoles as well as the Switch. So... In summer 2023, when it launches in the West at all, it will be Switch, Steam, PS5, and Series X. That's nice. Weirdly enough, I did not see Series S listed, but that's because everyone's tired of typing that many words, I'm sure. Yeah. And not because the Series S will get shorted a game, because it hasn't happened yet. And I'm sure the day it happens, the Earth will move. <laughs> uh, I... uh. I actually did not spend much time with that version because by the time it came out, I don't believe I still had my GameCube. Uh, uh, that gen, I did the the rotation. Yeah, started with a GameCube, and then I traded traded that in and got an Xbox, and then I made my way back to the PS2 because Bob had a PS2 and my older brother had a PS2. So if I really wanted to play a PS2 game, in theory, 
I could play it on my brother's PS2. Um, so I'm excited to check that out. The trailer looks good. I'm very interested in this. And I'm really glad it's coming simultaneously to other things because I'm so tired of waiting to get these farming games on PC because they run like crap on the Switch. Yeah, the Switch just isn't isn't an acceptable release platform anymore for multi for, for people who aren't tech wizards trying to make like something designed for, optimized mm -hmm. for it. Right. I don't doubt that someone out there could make Story of Seasons, Pioneers of All oh, Town run of fine on the Switch. Of course. But it's not the people making Story of Seasons, Pioneers of All of Town, so. Who seem to be like, I don't know, 20 guys in a shack in right. Japan. Huh? And I can't blame them for the fact that they're making a game for a seven-year-old smartphone. No. I can't justifiably do that. Um, but yeah, so that that's cool that that's a simultaneous launch. That's great. I'm really excited for that. Please look forward to that in Game of the Year 2023. Uh, last bit of news, man, this is the weirdest news I've ever had to bring into Big Think because the mechanics of this are, are, are important to the news story. Because normally you never hear me say the word Democrat or Republican on Big Think Dimension. However, the mechanics of how this works is important to the story. Okay, so SP Global is a website that covers uh, various things, journalistic outlet for e-commerce and tech company stuff they're reporting that the ftc federal trade commission for anyone who doesn't know recently broke a completely even bipartisan bipartisan split in the uh assembly over there and now the agency is with the confirmation of a democrat in may and the recent resignation of a republican commissioner is now much more democratic leaning and as such the head of the ftc the chair uh, Lena Khan is more likely to make progress in her agenda, which I brought up in the past, was anti-big tech, anti-competitive, anti-anti-competitive uh, leanings on that. Uh, more likely to make progress on that than they were before, which they did make some progress with right to repair and some other things. Um, specifically, the, the, the comments, the words on the street are that the two things they would look into first and foremost, as people wonder why the hell I'm talking about this. Is Amazon acquired a company called iRobot for $1.7 billion? And apparently that is already openly on their shit list. So that's apparently bullet number one. Bullet literally number two is Microsoft's planned acquisition of Activision Blizzard. If this was any other agency, pre Agit Pai, I believe is his name, mm -hmm. or that agency, I wouldn't believe it. But given we've actually made progress in this field at all for right to repair and other things, I'm like, this might be legit. Also, thank you, uh, Lionheart and Jeffrey. Remind me. Yeah, the people who made Roombas mm -hmm. is iRobot. They bought the Roomba company. Yeah. Oh. I, I assume yeah, they the, just want to stick F some mics in it and uh, <laughs> spy on you. Obviously. <laughs> The FTC also blocked some other, like, these two publishers wanted to merge, and the FCC blocked them on the grounds, this will make things worse for authors, and they yes. almost never block things on the grounds of this will make things worse for the labor. It's almost, they almost exclusively consider the effect on consumers. Right. Usually, yeah. And so, like, the... I spent the entire Activision Blizzard acquisition arcs being like, well, 
clearly the uk or the eu they're gonna bust their balls and america is just gonna sit back and say me too at the end uh-huh. maybe no but if we if we can actually unfuck the ftc <laughs> holy shit yeah that, that's a brand new ball game yeah it actually is that would be crazy imagine if the quality of the internet at a certain basic expected standard continued to go up over the last 20 years um yeah no there are all sorts of things the ftc could do and that's that's crazy um i have to wonder i have to wonder how the hell all these gaming websites are going to cover this because most of them already said that microsoft bought them yeah most is not what happened like the the tweet went out where they had the the, their logo pictures yeah yeah. the pictures of all the characters and like microsoft logo over the activision logo it was done in in game journalist head yeah especially like all of them really but especially the xbox oriented ones Mm -hmm. i don't know how this goes when it's like the ftc blocked this because then anyone covering this might have to start talking like a reasonable person and go well they probably blocked it because that's a huge anti-competitive problem that's a that's obviously going to be a marketplace issue look the u.s government are just clearly ponies i don't know what else to tell you well xbox fans have already come up with this it was from a windows central article this is the (laughs) ftc over correcting after 20 years of letting tech companies do whatever they wanted so you you buying one of the largest publishers of the game industry to combine with yourself to become the third largest or fourth largest isn't that those things are different and in the past and over and they were fine but now you're over all right that's yeah i don't know that's actually my largest point of interest at this point not like will they won't they it's if they do how the fuck is the game industry going to cover this? Because they're not used to doing any level of due diligence even remotely. Yeah, I'm like, well, they just go mask off and show themselves to be the complete idiots they are and, and like complain about the I'm sure, American government ruining their gaming. I'm sure most podcasts will be that. The question is, will articles be written in that tone too? Because I'm sure most podcasts will be like, it's a shame that the U.S. government won't let us have fun. <laughs> That'll probably be the way that'll, which is crazy. Because like, then it'll come up once nothing. a year. It'll you... come up once a year when they have to pay sixty or seventy dollars for Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And it's on Game Pass because they want it to be there. They want it to be on Game Pass. That's the only layer this giant merger acquisition matters. Yeah, it's like it does no literally does give them nothing for games. Like, yeah, it's just net negative because it's like oh you you blocked it from being on one platform. You don't get a new game. You get a new game on Game Pass, I guess. I, I, I suppose really, really this. um, What this means is when Ryan McCaffrey comes out of his hole and if he sees his shadow, <laughs> will we be listening to the next five years of the sexism at Blizzard would have been solved by Microsoft? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, they all say that. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that's been the angle for a, a while, even though. Uh, stuff came out of bethesda already where it's like no they don't they they don't even interfere enough to give us the benefits microsoft employees have uh there might be another piece of news about why microsoft is so hands-off with their studios but i don't know if that was written in anyway uh so that was that bit of news we're gonna move on we're gonna move on uh hey agro hey you beat me to writing this so oh yeah you get to have this moment 
so we finally got a firm date. Uh, pretty late, it feels. Um, yeah. PSVR 2 is launching February 22nd at $549.99 US. Which puts it at a third the price of that professional VR. <laughs> it's <laughs> from Facebook. I have like, oh, the eye-watering price. of. I mean, yeah, okay, sure, maybe it's more than the console. Yeah, it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The, to explain this to people, like, because a lot of people are looking at this like, the console's this much. How is that more? Let me explain. The next closest VR headset, okay, is a Valve Index, which costs 1300 new, mm-hmm. has you set up shit around your room so it can do the tracking it does, does not have an OLED screen in it, is not HDR, and is not as high res. You also, no, no, the index works on its own, doesn't it? Yeah, the, the yeah. index is just a PC headset made by mm-hmm. uh, Valve. Um, and used right now, it's a thousand. Mm-hmm. That's apparently the, the way, because I looked into the prices as soon as this article hit. All I could find is used a thousand new, 1300, 1200. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they got harder to produce or something. I saw a couple of breakdowns of like the, the first PSVR. If you bought that and a camera and the move controllers. Yeah. It, it broke out pretty even. Which the interesting thing there is they did make a bundle where you could get all of that with it. And it was, I think, 500. Mm. So it's still a $50 increase over that. But uh, the way I phrased it is the chasm in quality here is literally so massive. It's wider than the difference between the PS4 and the PS5. Mm. Like as a what they're offering for their price. Yeah, It's, uh, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, this thing... The inside-out tracking, the the adaptive triggers, the haptic in the headset and the hands, and having proper one cable goes into your console. Just one USB Type-C instead of all these boxes and all these cables and all this bullshit. And to put a fine point on it, it it's only more than the console uh, in the U.S. because the price is going up. There you go. <laughs> Everywhere else. Thank you, Agro, for being positive. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my my number one disappointment with this is like, in no world do I want to buy two VR headsets, and the PSVR two is the affordable one. So I I worry that I'm just getting that, and then praying someone hacks it to work on PC. Yeah, like just fingers crossed that that yeah. gets written. Because um, people did do that for PSVR one, and mm. the support is kind of there. Um. But the problem is that has a bespoke video out that you can take from your graphics card to the thing. It has a USB that you can plug into the PC. This is all on the one cable. And the PC, the Windows side of thing is already fucking crazy enough if, like, when it comes to USB standards and certifying a certain bandwidth on USB Type-C, even the ones that say they're 3.2, Gen, gen, whatever. They ruined the USB naming scheme at some point. They really yep. should have just moved up to four. But anyway, um, it would be nice if someone figured this out. It would be nice if Sony figured this out because Sony actually did make drivers and things for the dual sense on PC. They mm-hmm. actually did do that. So there's some track record that they put they out drivers for their old cameras too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they, they're getting more into PC gaming stuff, so who knows? Maybe they will approach something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, maybe they, they will. If they're going full in on VR, it would be a smart move. They're like, hey, Astro Spyro is coming on PC. Oh, cool. Is it free? No. 
twenty dollars, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, that's the the basic one. There's also a Horizon Call of the Mountain bundle for five ninety nine ninety nine. I don't know what the price of that game is normally, so I can't. Uh, it comes with a code. But I can't, yeah, of course. I can't figure out if I'm saving money here. If I were to guess, the answer is no. It's about fifty bucks, right? So, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's no way that game's sixty. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they're going to be charging for. Yeah, VR games. VR VR is expensive and completely amazing. That's it. Yep. You can be better about how expensive that is. I understand. That doesn't make it not amazing. Uh, they're also putting out a, a charge dock for the. Sense for, the, for the sense controllers, you can plug them in with the USB and charge them that way, or you can buy this fifty dollar cradle to keep them God, in. Fifty dollars? Yeah, it's yep. fifty dollars. That's crazy. I'm still mad that they're called the sense controllers. Why? Because there's two of them, and the one is called the Dual Sense. Well, them combined adds up to. That's me. <laughs> two cents pre-orders for this start on november 15th but i think you can register for pre-orders no i don't know yeah, yeah you can sign because they, they they assume they correctly i think assume that there's going to be a high demand for these mm-hmm. so uh they're going to do the same thing they do with the with the playstation 5 where it's like you put in your nail name and if you get pulled in the lottery you get the invitation to buy a mm, yeah. psvr too they also announced like 11 new VR titles, so they're saying there's going to be like 20 at launch. Okay. The The new slate was like um, Dark Pictures is making a rail shooter. <laughs> they're, so, so they're literally doing the Until Dawn VR thing again. Because it looks so much like that, that me and Bob are like, are they just porting it? What the fuck is... Right? <laughs> wow. Huh. Cities VR was announced. Uh, that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. It's literally city skyline, but in VR. So you just get to look at the city and set up all the yeah, shit with no, your hands. That looks like it rules. That looks fucking awesome. That weird alien high school game. I have to I wonder if that's going of. to make me feel like I'm falling as I look down at the city. I mean, if you fall, <laughs> then if, it if will look like your ass pushes you. <laughs> I mean, presumably you would feel like to scale, it is a small city and you are big. Right. Not. Not how, like, would, how would it make you feel like you're falling? Well, like, there's something about just just floating above the city that high. Something could be disorienting about it. Cu- it cuts to the third person camera. Bob's standing in midair like a bleach character. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to give you that that internal frame of reference, like like have the act razor cloud yeah. just on the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm safe Absolutely. from the cloud. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. They're like, we have this many launch titles. I'm like, motherfucker, I just bought the fucking headset. You think I could afford games? Like, like well, well, yeah, you're loaded. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this works, Dan. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. you, you could afford the headset, so you have infinite money. And I'm like, Sony, I'm the guy who bought the PSP and a large memory card and then couldn't afford games past the first two for months. Yeah, that guy who shows up to the Warhammer convention with like six figures, like, anybody want to play a game? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um, the Walking Dead game that is already out on PC and they have a PSVR version apparently is fucking amazing on this. And I've seen the Star Wars game they're making for this, which I don't think that was confirmed for launch. But um, and that looks amazing, too. So already there's some pretty great experiences that they're pointing at. Mm-hmm. The question is, how long term will be the support and does it support Rec Room? 
Like, when do I get the rec room patch for PSVR 2? Because that's probably the most important fucking thing. I mean, they they were talking about putting forth a concerted effort to update PSVR 1 games. Yeah, which is smart. And um, it, it really is, like, evident that it's up to the publisher whether or not they just add that support in for free like sony is not keeping them from doing that because some of the games are doing that for free and other ones who knows Mm. um but yeah now this looks cool um we're gonna get it just at very least to do streams of it um i feel like we need to clear out some of the psvr1 stuff early next year just because we have the psvr1 and since it's not back compat we probably want to just get through some of that stuff uh, before then. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember the number that leaked of how many units they were making. I think it was like 2 million or something. This leaked months ago mm-hmm. because they've been producing them this whole time. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, no, Dude, I, Sony's I, got big nuts for next year. They just hit 25 million PS5s. Their projection for sold next year on PS5 is 30 mil. Yeah, I remember when the, the, the VR2 numbers leaked. They're like, no, no, no. We fucking got our asses kicked in the PS5. We have ramped production. Yeah, it's funny because that means all those people who predicted in 2020 or really early 2021, they're like, by the way, the chip shortage will end in 2023. We're fucking spot on the money. That's fucking nuts. Um, yeah, hopefully they port super hot because that's on PSVR there's just, one. There's no chance they they don't. Looking forward yeah, to like playing Skyrim on that, PSVR two. Any game that didn't bomb, mm-hmm. any VR game that didn't bomb is getting this for sure. Because mm-hmm. why not? It's just free money. Also, um, Sony, I don't care what deal you have to make. Get Half Life Alex. Yeah. Yeah. on this thing God. like you guys used to be such good friends with with steam please it was pretty good when you sucked a fat one and then he gabe newell came out on your stage to apologize i have no idea how much money that costs do it again so we could get half life alex <laughs> uh i don't know if uh anybody but me cares about this one but uh atomic heart got a new trailer and has a release date it is I, also coming out February of next year. It is also an entirely different game than it was when it was announced in 2019. <laughs> because uh, I talked about it, I think, on the very first Big Think Dimension. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, that trailer sure looks a lot different than this one. It's all slow and methodical, and there's only one or two enemies on screen at a time. And this trailer is like, you freeze eight zombies and then mow them down with your machine gun like the last two or three trailers have been cut like this like cut really fast and like move the camera and cut away and we like we have still not seen just some gameplay mm-hmm. makes me worried because this game does look like we have bioshock at home and we live in russia <laughs> <laughs> and home is russia i uh, i'm sorry Agra. that launched the same day as wanted dead there's no chance <laughs> Oh yeah, it's gonna be dead. blown out of the water. It, that's <laughs> people have called Wanted Dead the Morbius of 2023. <laughs> this is oh, this is like watching two sixth graders fight. Um. <laughs> you know, there was one more thing we didn't mention about PSVR 2. Because mm. you posted it in the in the Gigaboots podcast Discord. And then I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. That's a really crazy message he just wrote that makes no sense to me. Then I watched the trailers, and there's that one game that's a shooter where they intentionally don't land a single bullet in a zombie the entire trailer. And I'm like, yeah, my God, he's right. This is like minutes of missing 
from four players on screen at once just shooting the gun in the air because if they landed a bullet in the enemy, it would change the rating of the trailer. Oh. That's certainly what it was. Ah. I was like, there's no way they made a game where you shoot zombies and bullet going into zombie is the broken part of that experience. (laughs) Yeah, no. No, it's almost definitely in order to make a like youtube video that could show to anyone oh, right instead of adults fall. only it might have been uh, after the fall after, mm-hmm. okay yeah that watching that trailer felt like taking crazy pills because even though you technically prepared me mm-hmm. i just spent the whole thing going are they not landing one bullet that guy has a light machine gun He's just unloading. He's shooting over them like yeah, it's, it's the like, fucking eighteen. Like he's trying to crowd control. Like, hey, calm down, zombies. So perfectly aimed over them. Yeah. Like, like we we have this cool fist weapon. We're gonna show it off fifteen feet away from a zombie. So we don't. <laughs> After the fall, PSVR two trailer. Look it up. Yes, yeah, please. Wild. Please, that may show up in a category for this game of the year. <laughs> anyway, Atomic Heart looks really cool. I really hope this game is good, or at least the kind of weird jank that's interesting. So I'm going to prep for your next news thing. There I am. Pokemon days. Halloween. Tosh went on a Halloween trip. I am still here. I'm holding up the fort. My waifu is gone. Maybe it'll be fine. Someone comes into chat. Hey, Dan, did you see they removed May from Overwatch? And I'm like, one waifu is gone. The other's in prison. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking sucks. It's really funny because they they didn't even remove May because of May. They put May in jail because she has an interaction with Kimiko is that lolcat's fucking name? Kiriko. 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 She has an interaction with Kiriko that causes a problem, and they can't turn off the hero people just paid money for. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It's it's so Blizzard. I'm so pissed at them right now. Bastion just got out of prison and they put away (laughs) May. And I'm like, guys. Guys, please stop micro-focusing me. Oh my god. Like... The game's counterpicking me. How much worse is Overwatch 2 getting... They keep (laughs) having to shelve characters. Yeah. What the fuck? They never did this at the launch of the first game. Yeah. What's going on? It's just the first game. You already made this game. (laughs) How are you so bad at a game you already made? (laughs) This is like 2008-era Blizzard where, like... They'd release a boss in World of Warcraft and nobody would beat it for 45 days. Not because it was hard. It was broken. Yeah. I just want the characters I like in the game. Stop taking them out one at a time. (laughs) Well, maybe the characters you like shouldn't have supported a free and democratic Hong Kong. (laughs) Oops. Silly me. I guess that's my fault. <laughs> Don't fall in love with a radical. <laughs> uh, I've got one last thing. Uh, for some reason, Vermintide 2 is free on Steam. Till like November 7th. So Weird. Yeah. I guess I gotta go get that. Like I, I pulled it up on my phone and added it to the library. It's just free for some reason. 
Valve's like, we're doing it too. Take that epic. And everyone's like, what are you doing? What's happening? They're like, we made it free. Did you announce this? Did you announce it was you? Yeah, it doesn't say demo or anything. It says negative 100 percent off <laughs> zero 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 uh, I'm like, yeah, we got the... those early like 2007 steam sales again yeah this <laughs> the entire spirit of the early steam sales is just exclusively in this one game right now <laughs> oh hey look at that i i own vermintide too that's awesome i don't know like is it an ad is there is there content I, coming out for I, that? Bo- I boot it up and the title screen just goes scorn and i'm like no <laughs> It became an ad for Scorn. You give me Vermintide's moveset in Scorn. Huh? <laughs> Problem solved. Has more uh, stamina. Uh, that's it for aggro news. I guess we'll do Bob news. Hey, Bob. Sure. So Hiroki Kobayashi, this is the dude from Capcom who worked there forever and did all of the like producer he- on Resident Evil, basically the whole franchise, like four and on. Devil May Cry, Tengoku Basura. He's listed as producer for every one of those awful Netflix shows. So every one of them. You can thank him for a lot of Gigaboots content. Yeah. Uh, but he's setting up his own um, studio in Osaka called GP Track 50. What a great name. Yeah. Uh, this is sponsored by NetEase Games. So I forget, are they Korean or Chinese? I, I can never I remember. I think they're Korean. Pretty sure NetEase is Korean? Yeah, I think NetEase is Korean. Uh, NetEase is Chinese. Damn it. Okay. God damn it. I never should have listened is, to you about this NetEase This is worse than the fucking did Kubo tight really say this moment. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, we found him. Yeah, we found him. He's been detected. Um, his new studio is going to focus on making new IPs that expand out into other media genres. Because of course it is. God damn it. Um, can you make he, a, a thing and make sure it's good first? Okay. Still leave me to ask. Season three of the Red Ash anime announced. Uh, uh, for context, for NetEase's size, by the way, um, they're bigger than EA. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I, yeah. I don't think they're as big as Activision, but they're bigger than EA. That makes a lot of sense. I still want to have some hope here. This dude has been attached to very good IPs. Mm-hmm. Maybe he will construct a team that makes something good. And then they will later make the TV show, manga, live action film editations he wants. Jokes on you. First game's a triple A quantum break like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm hoping that all these Netties and Tencent studios they're fucking poaching talent for are good. Like, I'm really curious. It's like, okay, we got these people who have been involved with good games. Here's a blank check. Make whatever the fuck you that you never got to make where you were. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because this guy had been locked into you were producer on these three franchises that have been going since the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what, what you're saying is in an ideal scenario, Chris, we get Micro Breaker. A game where you beat up blood micro bots instead of nanobots because nanobreaker that's copyrighted. We're just going to have Ega travel over there and be like, finally, I get to make the sequel. <laughs> Are you proud of that? What you did? Oh, he can't go do Bloodstain. He already owns that IP. Why would he do that for someone else? <laughs> so you, you said Quantum Break again a minute ago. Because uh, you keep doing that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I had this vision of the future. 
of of an anti-piracy technique harkening back to like floppy disk days mm-hmm. where anti-piracy strategies were making documentaries and tv commercials where programmers went you got the manual when you buy the game instead of pirate it mm-hmm. do some quantum break shit where you play a level oh i'm liking where you're headed and then instead of a cutscene, you you have to read a chapter of the included manga <laughs> <laughs> nice and you're just completely not lost. You're like, man, that twist at the end sucked. That came out of nowhere. And then everyone else who really played the game just gets to laugh at you. It's a brilliant strategy because you have to have the physical book for the game to make sense. No one's ever scanned a manga in. I've never heard of someone the doing that and distributed it illegally. No, no that's never happened. You know, so I just envisioned that entire arc happening in a moment. I'm just. I'm just thinking of the whole like <laughs> that somehow the one Japanese company that doesn't know this happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, wait, that's our book. What's it doing on the internet? Hey, cut that out. How did you even do this? <laughs> you know, as much as we proved the use case for like the, the market demand for Kickstarters and insanely high-end editions, it really sucks that. All games are homogenous now. Like they all come in the same plastic case and they don't have a manual and all this other shit. It's like no one's out there doing the PC game in the early days shit where it's just like buy it and you get a treasure map and a, and a weird thing. And it's like you have to get insanely high end editions uh-huh. and they come with a third as much weird shit <laughs> as PC games did in the early days. I'm, I'm just saying maybe Lunar was the. Which it's funny. This is funny to me. If you ask me to say what type of eclipse is that or something, I'll say a lunar. And most people do. Like, they pronounce it like that. But the moment anyone goes to say the name of that RPG, lunar. Yeah, it's lunar. It, 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 it's like that, that the church is, is Notre Dame. Uh-huh. That school is Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how the color in Spanish is Amarillo. Uh huh. But the city in Texas is Amarillo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now it all makes sense. (laughs) Now it's all making sense. Hey, Bob. Hey. Uh, Podlord already covered this, but we could do it too. Sure. Yeah. uh, Nebelian famed Twitter news game gaming news aficionado. Famed man on the street. Yes. Of all of gaming Twitter. He is signed off. He said goodbye. He is done. And he locked the account so that way no one else could get the name. Yes. Thank God. Because they before he left, there were a few fake ones that tried yeah. to pop up. Like really recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, really unfortunate. We are definitely lesser for it as a community. I just wish um Nibelian had consulted me because I could have made I could have made a successful Patreon for Nibelian and <laughs> yeah. maybe they would have stayed around. I don't know. Like maybe it was money, maybe I, it was I, something I, else. It it seemed to be mostly money from what he said that's in- it's like dude dude <laughs> most people didn't even know you had a patreon and you were still making a grand a month if you if you boosted been- that shit regularly you what be do at I, least three or four do i just have to go make the skillshare course on hi internet creator i'm gonna explain how to monetize your shit so you can make it you survive, and then they go, hey, why should I trust you? You sound like a scam artist. And I'm like, fucking virtually no one watches my shit, and it's been my main job for two years straight. I'm a fucking miracle, and you can't be too. 
Yeah, when when he's so big that Jeff Keeley yes like does a tweet about him when he leaves. You know that you could have actioned that better. One hundred percent, and that's really unfortunate. Like as I said, we're all lesser for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, Nebelian's lesser for it. Like. I don't know what the business opportunities are elsewhere, but I really doubt you can get as much money in a lot of fields as Nebelian could have gotten with properly leveraged clout. Right. This may sound gross to you guys, but like, you gotta understand, if we didn't do what we do with Patreon and all the other services and stuff we do, we wouldn't be able to do this as a job. And only two of us here are doing this as a job. Because <laughs> the full-time hustle. As a full-time job, I should say. Um... It, we're all lesser for it, so it's really unfortunate, you know. Yeah, really unfortunate. That something could have been figured out. Guess we're all just gonna have to stare at Wario sixty four and be like, "We'll come through the deals to get our news." Yeah, do <laughs> do the news. I don't want to talk about the FTC. Do it. <laughs> I wonder if the FTC news would have been more widespread if Nabellian had tweeted about it because that God broke this it. morning. <laughs> That broke this morning and no one's talking about it as far as I saw. Yeah, I actually, I went to look for news on that event that just happened with some AMD. AMD and I was like, I don't even know where to look. <laughs> Bob's like, how the fuck do I get the news to come out of this thing? Society breaking down <laughs> while we watch. <laughs> fuck, where does it go? <laughs> Bob's becoming the ABGN right. over What the yeah. fuck's a goo <laughs> <laughs> Break this down for me, Internet Man. This is not microarchitecture. The thing's the size of a VHS. Uh, and with that, Bob, you have I, one I more. Got one more news thing. We had two games rated in Korea. One fortunate, one far less so. So Ghost Trick is rated in Korea. That's that, cool. That's, that's exciting. I know there's an iOS version, so maybe they're just like, okay, here you can fucking have it. Yeah, they might put it on PC or on console. Who knows? But it'd be great to get that off of DS. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one. <sighs> Siphon Filters 3. Because of course it was rated in Korea. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone! <laughs> who, who the <laughs> fuck at Sony is so fucking convinced about the cultural importance of Siphon Filter? Nobody cared. Nobody has ever cared. You know, Jim Ryan, he saw, he saw Gran Turismo, right? And he was like, I don't know why anyone would want to play these old games. They look so bad. But then he saw Siphon Filter. He just shed a tear. It was like the Onion comic. (laughs) All of your old IPs. Anything else, Sony? Anything. Literally. No living human cared about Siphon Filter 3. No. No, there's at least 12 guys who liked one. I and two think- seems like it's probably a better game, but I played the opening of three, and I'm really skeptical that that is a true statement of three. And no one cared. Yeah, that shit came out in 2002, 2001 for the PS1. That's on we my have list. we have so <laughs> few PlayStation classics that these motherfucker rolled out three siphon filters. Why are we losing so many people? <laughs> Why would anyone drop our service that you're putting out siphon filter? <laughs> my God, our numbers are going down. It's yes, it's quite remarkable. <laughs> we can't figure it out. Um, I didn't write down in my news section, but I'll cover it briefly. Uh, and in at a future date, I'll cover it with great technical knowledge and. 
any sort of in-depth analysis. But for now, you get this. AMD did their event to announce their two new video cards. I believe it is the RX 7900 XT X and RX 7900 XT. Um, one of them's a thousand. One of them's nine hundred. The rasterization, meaning non-ray tracing in this use case, performance of these cards allegedly very high. Uh, this utilizes the same technology they facilitated to make the Ryzen CPUs as strong as they are, where it's a multi-chip manufacturing, where they basically slap a bunch of chips onto one chip in order to make it really high-end parts, but able to be manufactured reasonably. So, given that, huge performance buff over the prior gen chips from them. Really good stuff. But it's going to probably be pretty bad at ray tracing because it's amd uh whether or not it properly utilizes all that horsepower is questionable because the drivers on amd stuff is usually pretty rough um they lag behind nvidia in that way and uh at very least they have av1 encoding on this so that that means all three gpu manufacturers now have av1 encoding twitch fucking integrate it right come on motherfuckers i haven't bought an amd card in like 15 20 years how are they still no better at drivers i don't know it's really <laughs> tragic that aggro just left the room because prior to his 1080 uh-huh his other pc was also built by me and we had absolutely no money then mm-hmm. so we both ended up with a 5770 i believe a amd card which i think they were still ati i think that was the tail end with them being ati and uh Mine was made by a company called Biostar. Oh, I remember Biostar. I had the race car shaped GPU, and I believe Agro had a different race car shaped GPU from a different manufacturer. Um, Yeah, so since it's, it's, you know, AMD FSR, they're actually 3.0 is coming out next year, Bob, and that's going to be even higher quality. Okay, I'm sure it'll be great. This time, we'll be different. You know, FSR 1.0 and 2.0 are very different. Maybe 3.0 will also be vastly better. For people who don't know, FSR is the same thing as DLSS or temporal anti-aliasing, where it's basically the thought of your core rendering is a much lower resolution, but it upsamples to a full 4K or whatever resolution. Uh, This stuff's interesting. We need to wait for benchmarks. We need to wait for more information. It's launching in early December. Uh, the main thing worth noting from the conference that was scammy as hell is that they were like, it's great. It's a great GPU for running your games in 8K. And then you look closely at it and it says 8K ultra wide, meaning half the resolution of 8K. (laughs) It's literally only the same resolution as 8K in one dimension. The other one's half. These Uh, fuckers, these fucking fuckers. Yep. But yeah, anyway uh that's it this is really promising between this chiplet shit and the stacking the giant amount of ram- okay so bob every time i say chiplet i always thought like chiclet the gum but bob informed me the other day every time i say chiplet he thinks like manlet <laughs> he's got your little baby chips <laughs> uh yeah, but yeah, between the uh, slapping a huge amount of RAM on the, the 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 CPU and getting really good gaming performance out of that version of the Ryzen chips, mm-hmm. and now the the MCM tech for the um, for the new GPU, I guess the next gen consoles could have some serious performance buffs. 
which is cool. Yeah, it would be nice. Because, you know, as we sit here in late stage, Moore's Law is dead. We have to sit there and hope that these engineering miracles happen. Yeah. Right. But anyway, we now go to Chris for Chris's news. Okay. Uh, next, Netflix is recasting Henry Cavill in The Witcher show because apparently of creative differences being he wanted to make something good and they didn't. Are you sure it's not because he's Superman again? Apparently he's been having creative issues with them since all through season two. And honestly, if it was, if it was, if it was just, I'm going to go be Superman for a while, fucking wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You don't, you don't recast the main character of your show and then continue trying to sell the same show. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, but that sounds like something that Netflix would do. It's like, we can't get him, but we need this to release on our schedule. <laughs> D- take that show has side characters. Make a one-season thing about another character. No, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't do it. it no, like, nobody's going to care now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can't. That's, no. Especially with how involved he was in the writing and making sure it was, you know, reflected the source material. Yeah. Because he's a huge fan of that. I can't think of any TV series where they had to swap out one of the main characters. Actually, no, I can think of one TV series. Let's see if Agarro can guess the same one. Where they had to swap out one of the main cast characters for a completely different actor. Agro, any guesses? Sliders? No. That had a canonical excuse. Which yeah, is usually, usually what they do is they write the character out and introduce a character that is functionally identical, like what happened on that 70s show when they wrote out uh, Topher Grace. Bob, do you know? Do you know what series could have possibly recast a main character? Didn't a couple sitcoms do it in the 90s? Like Family Matters? Well, there's one specific one I'm thinking of. Cosby Show? Fresh Prince recast uh, The Mom. Mm, mm-hmm. Huh. Because the first actress was apparently terrible to work with. Mm. That, like, th- that's the mom. That's the mom. That's not Will Smith. <laughs> right. I right. said a member of the main yeah. cast. I right. didn't say yeah. the no, star. Th- th- this is a lot more like, hey, we're, we're coming out with a new car. It just <clears throat> doesn't have an engine in it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a car. You guys like cars, right? <laughs> Yeah, but because the no. uh, so that sucks. Yeah, it's, yep. It's just just don't make the show, guys. Yeah, it's right. I know. Right? You're wasting yeah. so much how, money. How hard is it to not salt the earth? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so easy. Just be like we we're canceling it. <laughs> Use the phrase hiatus. Uh, yeah, there Use you go. the phrase third pillar. <laughs> uh, this is funny. It is apparently faster for players who are, you know, in to play World of Warcraft, farm gold, convert the gold into a WoW game time token, which you can do and have been able to do for a while, and then convert that game time token into battle net balance and then spend it in Overwatch 2 to buy things than it is to get them from playing the battle pass. That that makes perfect sense because it feels dreadfully impossible to get the cash. Yeah. In Overwatch from playing oh it. My God. Yeah. That is just so beautiful and dystopian. 
Holy fuck. This and 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 if you're wondering, like, this is what the NFT guys thought of the thought the whole future should be. You have to grind out shit in this one game to buy a thing in another game because we're insane. Mm-hmm. Shit, that means you could. I don't know. Mm. I haven't played WoW in a while, so I don't know how clamped down on illegal gold farming they are these days. Um, illegal gold farming has mostly ended because uh, you can also buy a WoW game time token and sell it in World of Warcraft for gold. Right. And do they just g- cut that industry a bit by getting into it themselves? So, can you just. Is it cheaper to buy the gold in WoW? Than it is to just buy shit from Overwatch. Oh, I, I feel like there's there's no way that's the case, but well, you I don't know. <laughs> they might not have actually considered this option. That's yeah, got to be somebody's job. Yeah, making well, sure that doesn't happen. Some, somebody has a job at Blizzard that makes sense. I don't know about this, Agro. <laughs> Let me check. I'm gonna check right now what the gold prices are now. They couldn't afford him and the breast milk simolier <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> okay, so it it might be it, it's roughly equivalent as to what I can see. Like you get the roughly the same amount of gold per dollar from just buying the game time tokens and selling them on the in-game auction house. You may you get slightly more by going illegal, I think. Mm. This company uh, is such a sprawling clusterfuck. Yes. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. It's just in-game auction house gives me horrible flashbacks to Diablo 3. No, no, this is this is the good auction house. The WoW auction house. It's fine. It's better. It's not the, the idea that ruined Diablo. <laughs> no, it's definitely not uh, other, that. At least Blizzard didn't come up with it. Other MMOs came up with the we have a game time token that exists in-game before because a lot of players don't even pay for their wow sub anymore they just farm mm-hmm. gold and then buy the game time token right yeah. players uh this is funny nascar driver Ro- ross chastain uh <laughs> literally rode the wall meaning he got up against the wall and just held the accelerator down as hard as he could and let the wall guide the car and uh, according to him, he was like, yeah, I used to do that a bunch in NASCAR 05 on the GameCube. I wanted to see if it would work. So he went from 10th to 5th place on the last lap and played, mm-hmm. placed high enough to advance. He just popped it into 5th gear and the Eurobeat intensified. And- <laughs> what a chat. My God, the other drivers are mad. Of oh, course. yeah, they're fucking furious. They're like, NASCAR needs to ban this move right now. To, to be fair to those losers... Uh- <laughs> What he did was an incredibly reckless and dangerous move because yes. he was losing the race. Uh-huh. But that shit fucking ruled because it he worked, pulled it off. It, it, it's allowed if you win. Yeah. <laughs> so it's allowed once? Like I said, it, it's never a war crime the first time. <laughs> that seems to be how it's probably going to go. Because NASCAR doesn't want everybody heading to the wall the last lap. Yeah. No, no, that's that would be very dangerous. Even in the interview, he's like, yeah, if I'd have caught that door, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let, let him have this one and then be like, fucking nobody else. It's He doesn't need to succeed ever again because now people know his name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh uh. EA are making two other Marvel games other than the Iron Man one that Motive is making. They haven't announced what they are. 
We just play video games anymore. What? what? Like, you don't want to hear about... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you don't want to hear about projects way years in advance of them existing in any that tangible form? That, 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 that one will prop That could all... I wonder <laughs> if these will even hit the heights of the uh, Square Enix ones of they came out, got sevens, and then everyone forgot they existed. I wonder if they'll come out. It was pretty good when, you know, Gotham Knights came out. And for a bit there, people remembered Avengers. To uh, be like, how is this worse than Avengers? Yes. <laughs> yes. That is explicitly why they remembered. They were like, wait, what, what do you mean you just way fucking worse than that? Literally anybody on this planet who isn't Insomniac says, we're making a Marvel game. I'm like, cool. I'll believe that when it's on a shelf. <laughs> And then I probably won't play it. Also that. <laughs> oh, man. They really are the only ones who have made a good Marvel game. Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. He's like, he's going to say two. And I'll be like, yeah, sure. I, well, I mean, I at that like point, three. you get all of those like fighting games from Capcom where it's like X-Men versus. Right. And, yeah. Oh, that's, that, that's cheating. That's basically the same game six times. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I like Marvel's Capcom 3 as well. I'm glad you and I agree on this, Chris. Bob's like, ghost right. Uh, I am going to translate what Sony said into what they actually <laughs> probably should have said, because they maybe would have gotten made fun of a little bit less if they had phrased it the way I'm about to phrase it. Okay. Um, PlayStation Plus has lost 2 million subscribers since June. Sony uh, ascribes it to the fact that people are now doing other things now that COVID is over, a trend that has apparently been noticed throughout the industry, like Elden Ring was the last big, like, everybody's inside playing a game thing, and that everything has kind of gone down since then, because I think it was, like, March or April, where Biden was even like, the pandemic's officially over. It's been functionally over for 14 months, but now it's officially over. Yeah. Yeah, and I, if they had said that instead of saying people are going outside more, maybe uh, everybody <laughs> wouldn't be making fun of them. Yeah, yeah, you need to highlight COVID's over, not right, right, people right. Are going, not yeah, because because the thing is like, I remember a lot of people getting confused and not noticing like the the super success of the Animal Crossing that came out when COVID started. Absolutely had to do with both. That is an excellent game and. COVID. People mm. are stuck indoors. They yeah. want to socialize. Yeah, sold like 40 million copies. <laughs> yeah, once in a lifetime they, shit. They, the, the rest of that franchise will struggle to add up to that number <laughs> for the rest of time. They, they thread um, a fucking needle at light speed. Uh, apparently in June it was at 39.38 million. Yeah, no, that game that sold means, fucking well. That means one in every three Switch owners own it. Uh, that makes perfect sense. But yeah, we, we saw a huge buff in game sales and subscription numbers up. <laughs> yeah, it's him. I couldn't I go into it. that dark place. Uh, I was like, if I buy that, I'll just end up in the dark place again. I can't. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the, the, the reverse was seen for Plus at the beginning of the pandemic, too. Like, when you look at 2020 and the PlayStation Plus numbers, they went up insanely that year. So if they had just said something sane, it was a bit more, like, straightforward, like, well, you know, the pandemic. I don't know, I don't know. Did they give out any PlayStation Plus when you bought a five? No. Okay. I would. <laughs> I had that thought. I'm like, that, that shit came out in November, right? 
They're like, we gave you those games. You don't get anything else. They didn't release enough PS5s for that to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, wait, no, they didn't sell that many. I'm like, imagine imagine someone who has enough money to buy a PS5 who doesn't have PlayStation... Pl- oh, wait, shit, that was me. Wait, one moment. I'm real. <laughs> for people who missed it, I went in the entire PS4 gen without PlayStation Plus because I'm like, motherfucker, you haven't made a good multiplayer game in years. <laughs> You haven't made a good multiplayer game since Warhawk. <laughs> Where's Warhawk, you fucking idiots? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now I have to do it in order to save my save files. Where is Warhawk, you fucking idiots? Dude, I don't know. They let two studios try on Twisted Metal before they thought once. Hey, maybe someone should try a Warhawk. Hey, London Studio, what are you making? Oh, we're doing Fantasy England. Okay, we'll let you do that for a year and then Warhawk. <laughs> we need to round up incognito staff again, just make them reform. Oh, that would actually be pretty awesome. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. I'm so glad to not be working a call of duty, says local <laughs> studio head. <laughs> this isn't a joke. That's where Dylan Job ended up. No! He's like vanished to the Shadow Realm. Into yes. the well. Shadow remains. <laughs> and uh, Randall Weems from Bloomberg. That means Jason Schreier when I say Randall Weems, <laughs> who is the little snitch from Disney's Recess, a show that is 25 years old and I probably shouldn't be regularly referencing so people understand what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, um, people gave me shit about Top Cat. I'm like, Top Cat's timeless. Randall Weems, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Jason Schreier uh, released some stuff about EDOS in... Uh, EDOS under Embracer. Uh, first of all, Embracer has shut down Onoma, who was formerly Square Enix Montreal. They mostly made mobile shit. They made like um, Hitman Go and, oh, mm-hmm. and and those kind of things. Um, some of the staff got sent over to Eidos Montreal and the rest got let go. Uh, Embracer has canceled an unannounced Eidos Montreal game and reduced the scope of another. I'm going to take a blind guess based on nothing and say the canceled one was Deus Ex and the reduced scope one was that new Tomb Raider they were making. While I find this very funny that the first thing Embracer goes is, no, um, we count the grains of rice we eat around here. (laughs) I I also think it's... When you remember that that those Tomb Raider games were like 150 million each? Yeah, I think it's a little sad, though, that Embracer didn't, like, you know let them make their huge budget thing once because <laughs> that's what i like to see right mm-hmm. like okay we're gonna give you all the rope you want and then what happens next is entirely well, dependent on you. well well they gave they gave all that rope to um <laughs> the spongebob uh, game <laughs> no they gave all that rope to saints row Okay, because the performance of that game they said was like this will determine how much money our triple A games get, and uh, I guess that game didn't do so fucking hot. I knew its sales like collapsed week two because of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, Volition is like a really cool studio, and I like them a lot. But I don't know how they could have possibly made that game. I don't get. There's no angle on it at all, other than it's a reboot. Like I don't Yeah, I don't I I don't I don't understand like even Saints Row 3 which I don't like that hmm. much. I think it's fine. It's like you're a big cool high-powered criminal. You you like parachute down into the fucking penthouse and kill a bunch of people. Power by Kanye West is playing. 
it was one of the most immaculate trailers of seventh gen. And it's like your loser millennials and your first crime is so you can buy a waffle maker. Cause one of your guys is wacky and has like a, a, a chest and sleeve tattoo of breakfast. And I'm like, do you have like a 65 year old man writing what these games are going to be? Yeah, I don't I don't know, because like with a lot of games and a lot of projects and a lot of things, you can boil down what it is that appeals to you about it when you describe it to someone. And basically what I've seen from all the people I know who've played that, there is nothing to sell people on. There's not a hook. There's not a, a core shining thing about it. It's just there are millennials. The writing hurts. It's another Saints it, Row. It doesn't feel like any of the loved ones three and four specifically yeah well and two but three and four are way different from two anyway right it's like it th this feels like saints row four like that would have come out when saints row four did from what i'm seeing because like it uses a bunch of the same animations from three mm -hmm. like it doesn't seem to have any new gameplay systems really yeah i have no idea like it, it like it it really just looks like it's like no we kind of made the same thing and i'm like you can't make the same thing 10 years after that last thing yeah it, yeah it, i don't you, know like you could you could make it you could make the same thing but it had to, it has to be bigger and nicer and seem like a like a definitive upgrade from the last thing and now having said all of this i bet it's still better than gotham knights <laughs> probably maybe i'm pretty I, sure i, I could go know. take a shit right now <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Dan, did you encounter a progress-breaking bug in Gotham Knights? Because like 30% of reviewers encountered one in Saints Row. Oof. That's rough. That's a really high percent. Uh, people I know who played it posted clips like, yeah, the camera broke and nothing will fix it. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. That's not a... That's not That's normal. typical. Right. Yeah, you expect, well, this, this event didn't spawn right, so I can't proceed. I don't expect, the camera doesn't follow me anymore. The, the cameraman the got nervous. Over. He won't follow me into the heist. Oh, my God. That's really good. That's a very specific uh, thing. And here is the last uh, Eidos thing, which is... Apparently, Eidos is fucking helping on, on Fable. Is Microsoft actually making any of the games they said they're making, or are they all secretly being made by external people? Uh, this actually takes the worst news of the week, this thought that they are working on Fable. Because Fable was already, like, on tenuous grounds with me. It kind of, like, it sh I hope that goes well. Company. Please go well. That trailer was bad. When is this game coming out? It's been years since the trailer. What is happening? And then it's like, uh, they're making it for them. And I'm like, I can't stand you right now. Why can't you make a game? Make a fucking game. This isn't this hard. Just make it, a game. It, like, it seems to be Microsoft, like all our, all our studios are un, unfixably broken. To fix them would require effort from an executive that we do not have an executive capable of organizing that. So now we just got to get external people, buy them or hire them. Because it's like, is this even the same fable? Did they decide like a year ago, this isn't fucking working, get get IDOS. Right? Who knows? Because that's what happened with Crystal Dynamics with Perfect Dark. Did it happen with both at the same time? Were they I like, mean, these fucking projects aren't moving? I can't tell you which fucking big thing it, ha it happened 
during or if I even covered it on Big Think because I get tired covering this specific thing but they hired a really high up lead for fable this year like a really high up one yeah i remember when that happened this is so yeah, exhausting. like it was an art director or something it's like <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. a narrative yeah. lead that's Jesus. it <laughs> you kind of need that earlier then uh-huh. seven years after production starts <laughs> yeah well fable uh, only probably started production three years ago oh okay <laughs> I mean, it was announced two years ago, and it definitely spent more than two years in production before that, because I remember it. When was the last Fable game? Fable 3? So it was late 360, I think. It was like was, when, when Bane broke Xbox's spine. I don't... like. I'm oh, 2000, 2010, yeah. so 12 years ago. Is the Connect one? Wait. No, I think, I think the Connect one's after 2010. There was one they kept swearing up and down wasn't a rail shooter. That's, yeah, the that's, connect that's the connect one. Oh, are we talking yeah. about connect the journey? That one that doesn't count. Two, um, that was 2012. Yeah, they spent a while developing that uh, asymmetric multiplayer fable that was like one of you is the dungeon master and the four and other ones canceled. Must... And that spent years in development. And people were in that beta. People like played that game and it's just gone. Um. Anyway, uh, someone in chat pointed out correctly, it, which I remember, so I don't even need to search it up. Um. It was not the Deus Ex game that was canceled. That is still in early stages of development. It was allegedly a thing that leaked to be a Stranger Things game <laughs> that leaked a while ago that just got canceled. Mm. Oh, good. That should fucking be canceled. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. Yeah. It's like, oh, Embracer, how could you? Oh, Stranger. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, you probably it's, looked at that once and like, wait, the, yeah, the, the, um, the show no one cares about anymore? It's 2022. Should we be in the middle of development on? Yeah, probably. It came back with season four. Okay. Yeah, it's just I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't make years a Stranger Things sh- video game. Period. Period. Yeah. Like, like three. Like, give me a two D platformer based on Stranger Things. Cool. Uh, That's it. It's actually just a reskin of Guiana Sisters. <laughs> it's it's just a Mario knockoff that is Stranger Things. Um. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be in development of a Stranger Things oh, game right now. It was apparently it was not literally a Stranger Things game. It was a Stranger Things inspired game. So double cancel it. Oh. Dead bullet in the base of the skull unmarked grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently they were making a multiverse game. <laughs> no. funny because it still involves the word inspired and yet that's the furthest thing <laughs> from what it is <laughs> they were like we just couldn't figure out a way to, to make a game out of a character raising their hand and yelling and then things happening McDonald's <laughs> the patent lives in my brain rent free when at PlayStation is my PSVR 2 going to demand I do that in order to skip the ad <laughs> Anyways, I think that's it. That's it. Wow. That yep. was Big Think that's Dimension it. 195. Amazing. Did you guys know Big Think Dimension 200 is the night of the game awards? Oh my God. Huh. It's true. Neat. <laughs> what a night. Wait, weren't we supposed to reset the number when Agro started co-hosting? Just doing the thing like the Gigaboots podcast, the original <laughs> one, where we just reset the number at some point? <laughs> I think people would get really upset with us. 
you mean again, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to be too much like an American comic company. Yeah, that just gets confusing. <laughs> it's weird. That was the old big thing to mention. This is big thing to mention the new 52. <laughs> Edgar just always had a shirt that says 52 on it. <laughs> <laughs> I show up with a blackboard and just write just ignore countdown on it. <laughs> Um, so what's up with us in the new week? Bob and I are playing Call of Duty's campaign tomorrow. And then once that's done, I can uninstall the game and de-escalate my hard drive size. Um, Bob, I think that's it though. I think that's all we have planned right now. Yeah. So I have nothing else to talk about other than next Monday will of course be the end of Sword and Shield. Thank God. As we beat the game. And then Pokemon Days will have successfully run its course in time for the new game and the next week after that we may do the dlc but i don't know the dlc could be long enough combine both of them to outlast an episode of pokemon days that's unacceptable that's unacceptable because i'm not going to play more sword and shield dlc after ninth gen has come out no <laughs> that's <laughs> not happening uh Edgar, what you got going on in the next week uh, I, I have begun the process of cramming things for game of the year. <laughs> Where are you cramming? <laughs> I have so many holes. We've got projections on the board right now. As as the situation develops, we're going to reassess the number of got, holes. As you can see, there's this low pressure system working its way right up. We, we want to find a, uh, a real good balance of hole utilization to where we can deliver the game volume necessary while maintaining uh, a, a high level of quality of life yeah, you, for aggro. You don't want to rupture the system. That could be bad. That could be an upset in the balance. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm getting to Kirby. That scares me. <laughs> I know it's before game of the year. I think November scares me more than any other month. I think once we get into December, my blood pressure could start going back down again. Because Pokemon Days will be on hiatus. Mm -hmm. Eventually. Who knows how long it takes us to get through ninth gen. It's true. Uh, and Chainsaw Man, I believe, uh, the podcast will be wrapping probably on the 27th of December. We'll have to see. Yeah, a lot of times anime does take off A one break week in December. Right? It would be so rude of them to release one of those in the middle of our Game of the Year ceremony in January, but <laughs> it would. I expect they probably will. They won't be like, Merry Christmas, here's the end of the pod the chainsaw man. Here's the <laughs> but, end of season one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, uh, hey, hey Chris, what you got going on? I'm gonna finish Sonic Unleashed before Sonic Frontiers comes out. Good. After that, I don't know. I have to beat Sonic Frontiers and then God of War Ragnarok and then Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and then <laughs> Gungrave and then are Tactics you, Ogre. Are you also then... playing Harvestella? No, I'm probably not going to play oh, Harvestella. Maybe if there's thing. time in December. Yeah, at least I'll be the but canary still... in a coal mine on that one. I still have to try and fucking chug Star Ocean and Xenoblade in before game of the year God. yeah that that honestly is rough because i i'm i'm going to die of sleep deprivation before i give up on xenoblade 3 for this game of the year i'm putting at least 20 hours into that to know 
Because I need to know. At least with me, I only feel like I'm duty bound to Star Ocean. I have yeah. to finish that one. Yeah. Whereas then I'll be like, you guys can spoil it, whatever. It's fine. I, right. I just need I just need us to have at least two people who have looked at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I want to play that game for my own sake. Like, it looks really good. Like I said about uh, Fire Emblem, that is so obviously, Xenoblade 3 is so obviously, like, from all the shit they're doing, the way it looks, everything else, it is firing on all cylinders. That is, like, a premium experience in that franchise. It is firing on all cylinders, and it looks good. I'm so excited for Fire Emblem next year. <laughs> good, good luck, everyone, with shoving all these games in your holes. That's going to do it for Big Thing Dimension this Ooh. week. <laughs>